Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of Reforge Gaming News. We're going to be breaking down all the information that came out about PS Plus, but also just asking the question, are there now too many subscriptions out there with respect to gaming? GTA Plus was recently announced. There's also the potential that Call of Duty will get into a subscription thing that is offered, and Fortnite has their own. So let's break this down very quickly here at the beginning, and then we usually discuss this live for a couple of hours in the stream. If you like these videos, hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you can be here for the live discussions. This is a Reforge update. PS Plus updated has been complete and announced. It's coming very soon. Basically, the PS Game Pass competition. If you want all the details, they'll be in this video. Make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss my upload. So we pulled this from Game Informer. They had a really great breakdown. And we wanted to make sure that we had a very clear a breakout of everything that you can get with the updated version of PlayStation Plus that is forthcoming. Now, this was previously referred to as PlayStation Spartacus or PS Spartacus. That was basically just a code name or a placeholder. That is not what they are calling it. According to Game Informer, PlayStation has finally pulled back the curtains on its heavily rumored relaunch of PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. And as expected, it combines the Plus and the Now benefits okay so how does it work and what are they going to call it now they're going to spread this across three tiers playstation plus essential playstation plus extra and playstation plus premium that's a lot of p's and a lot of playstation so one of these is basically just what plus has been for the last couple of years and at the same time the other two add in the now's backward compatibility compatibility features and all three tiers launched this june although playstation did not reveal an official release date so it is coming in june of 2022 and the way that it breaks down is playstation plus essential which is the cheapest ten dollars a month or sixty dollars annual it's going to provide the same benefits that plus members are getting today like two monthly downloadable games exclusive discounts cloud storage for save games online multiplayer access there's actually no change for existing playstation plus members at this tier so if you already have playstation plus this is just going to continue to be the essential tier that you basically already have now next is playstation plus extra which will provide all the benefits we just outlined, but it's going to add a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games, including blockbuster hits from PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners. Games in this extra tier are downloadable for play. This is going to raise you from 10 bucks a month to 15 bucks a month, or instead of $60 annual, you can do it for $100 annual. So a bit of a jump in price, but then you get that entire game library made available to you if you want to go all out and go for playstation plus premium it will add up to 340 additional games including ps3 games available via cloud streaming a catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and downloadable options from the original playstation playstation 2 and psp generations offers also cloud streaming access for original playstation ps2 psp and ps4 games offered in the extra and premium tier markets where playstation now is currently available customers can stream games using ps4 and ps5 consoles as well as pc there's a bunch of asterisks on pc we'll be interested to see how that plays out with respect to being able to play those old classic games on a pc this will raise your 
monthly up from it was 10 then it was 15 now it is 17.99 so 18 bucks or 120 dollars annual so for 120 dollars annual you're going to get access to everything we've already outlined as well as a bunch of of I guess up to 340 additional titles of classic games from the older generations. Now this is going to be probably the one that people pick if they are a long time hardcore PlayStation fan. They literally want everything from every generation that is available. It remains to be seen what the cloud streaming will look like as well as how well it will run on PC or the PlayStation 4 and 5. Let us know in the comments below what you think. Always feel free to check out Reforge Gaming where we stream these live. And as always, I'll see you in the next video. And I'll see the rest of you right now kind of posing the question, like, is is this becoming a situation of too many subscriptions? So good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome into another day of Re. Forge Gaming. If you missed yesterday, we combed over extensive footage of the Lego Skywalker Saga game that's coming out next week. We had such great response to that gameplay. We will obviously be playing that next week to check it out when it launches. Uh, I believe it launches on the 5th, which is a Tuesday. So we'll be diving in and checking that out. We also played more Elden Ring. Our dual katana build is feeling pretty good. We got a little frustrated. Some of the bosses in Elden Ring feel very much anti-melee build which I'm getting a little irritated by, but I understand why they do it. So if you miss any of that stuff yesterday, be sure to go back and check it out. Uh, And this morning we're talking about PlayStation Game Pass, basically PS Game Pass. Everybody's sort of searching for it, like, what is PS Game Pass? I am interested to know uh, which tiers uh, play. Let's do a poll for you guys here. Uh, What did I just do? Did I just start a poll with nothing? I think I might have just literally started a poll with nothing (laughs) yes it's a poll with yes or no there's no options hang on let's end that i don't even know how that's possible they let you start a poll with no 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 words no words guys yes or no come on come on yes or no all right we had two yeses and one no all right okay golly freaking what the heck all right ps uh plus uh tears which will you pick okay so it well let me pull up my document again i want to get these words right and i'll give an option for people that are like i I don't have i I don't have playstation right all right we'll go essential which is the 9.99 uh a month there is the is it premium is that the next one no extra extra that's what it always makes me think of extra which is the 14.99 a month and then there is the premium, which is the 17, right? That's $17.99 a month. And then none, right? None of the above, okay? So you're going to go with the essential, the extra, the premium, and none of the above. PS Plus tiers, which will you pick? I, I still think that the premium is generally designed, that, that's just got to be for the most hardcore playstation fans in existence the idea that like they want literally the extra 340 old school titles i mean you're you're going way back you're going back to playstation you're going to psp you're going to ps2 and and i mean you i i can't here's the thing i can't imagine paying for that one and i'll tell you why generally speaking i do not enjoy playing 
old games right i just don't i I, for me it always feels like they don't age that well i always feel as if i'm not quite sure that people remember these games as accurately as they as they should i I think sometimes we just rose-colored glasses it up it's like well these games are so amazing and then you go back and play them and you're like yeah not really there's just all sorts of basic gaming standards that these games just don't have right it's like what on earth this game does not you know have the features that i'm looking for it doesn't really i don't know yo dudes uh it's yash your local speed runner oh hi it's good good to know you're here uh annual fees like a steal annual fees like a steal at 120 says uh jerry main why do they have to cloud stream it it's, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's... It could be to combat... Um, it's possible that it's to combat piracy. Maybe they're worried, you know, with, with um, uh, emulation. I don't know. I honestly don't know why you would have to stream it. Nerd Mother with seven months. Welcome back. Thanks for renewing your membership, Nerd Mother. Christopher Wright renewing his membership as well. Welcome back, Christopher. Um, I guess I'll stick with Essential, says Derek. I really want to play Infamous 2, for example, but I would rather just buy the license, not a temporary subscription for a bunch of other games I don't want. That is... that. Yo, what's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. That's a take that a lot of people will, 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 will have. They'll say, look, I, I don't want all these games, and I won't even own them. There's a lot of people that feel that way, you know? Guys, brand new day, brand new stream. Let's smash that like button. Get the next 20 likes. Let's hit 100 likes real quick. See if we can't have a solid, just pure gaming news day with no, you know, we're not just sitting here milking gameplay, you know. Let's, let's have let's have a good talk show. I think this is going to be a good subject, honestly. I think a lot of people are becoming, you know, passionate about this. The idea that there's a subscription seemingly on every single platform, every single game. You know, they they just added GTA Plus, Call of Duty's considering their own subscription, and now we basically have a PS Game Pass coming in June. Jimmy Page, that's a name for you. I buy the PS every generation, then I barely use it. Honestly, don't know why. Thank you for four months. I don't know why you're not touching your PlayStation 5 right now. If I was not a streamer, I would be just soaking up so many of those games. So many good games. Uh, 13 months from Ganks. Sounds like I have a good reason to get a PS5 now. There you go. Mo says it's trash service. Not surprising. Uh, you you don't like it. I would need a reason why, Mo. This looks very similar to other things in the market. Uh, Eugene says it's not worth the investment. The only cloud is PS3. Well, that's not what they said. That's not what I read. And unless the quotes in Game Informer, I assume these quotes were pulled directly from PlayStation. The premium adds up to 340 additional games, including PS3 games available via cloud streaming. Oh, you're right. A catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP generations. Yeah, so for some reason... PlayStation 3 is only available cloud. You can do download or uh, cloud for PlayStation 1, PS2, and the PSP, but for some reason, the PlayStation 3 games are available via cloud streaming only. I wonder why that is. That seems... There's got to be a technical reason for that, right? Why else would you specifically target that catalog and say that? That doesn't make any sense to me. Reading is hard. 
Well, I mean, I rattled it off this morning, and I it, it, it's it's I think it's hard to comprehend some of it when you just buckshot it like that. I didn't it didn't sink into my brain. You don't get nothing. It's BS. So I, I don't understand, Mo. They, they if you if you upgrade from the ten dollar a month uh, version to the fifteen dollar a month version, you get four hundred games. I, how is that nothing? How is that not Game Pass? Like, that's essentially Game Pass, right? Seven months from Fozimoto. Game Pass subscriptions work for me because I can sub for a month, play the new games for 15. It's nothing on there. I'm interested. I cancel it. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Nope, you get PC and xCloud. You get EA. You get the PS Now games. You don't get anything. Nope. Why are you saying nope? Like, so that you... This is a lie, then. The 400 games is not... It's not true. No new games, though. Oh, so you're saying you don't get anything because you don't get brand new games day and date. Wasn't that your prediction? It's interesting, Mo. You're in here calling the service trash. Aren't you the one that said these games would be day and date? No, wait, no. I think you were talking about cross-platform launching. Your, your contention was that PlayStation games would launch on PC and PlayStation day and date. Or were you also thinking that the Spartacus... No, yeah, you made the argument that Spartacus would be day and date because that was the only way to compete with Game Pass. Vryn Thorn with a five spot. I have an entire Steam library yet to play. I can mod older games. I'm tired of the model and will never play or touch 90% of the games. That's generally why I don't do it, because I'm not going to go back and play those really old games. I don't think they're all that great anymore. I think they were great at the time, but they're certainly not worth going for some premium subscription. At least, I mean, again, that's that's subjective to the user, right? Read the PlayStation blog, fellas, says Spike. Because the, the, is that what the asterisk is for? Is that it? it there is no... Um, hang on. Let me... Let me do, 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 here, let me pull up the PlayStation blog. Let me pull up the PlayStation blog and read these uh, asterisks here. Up to 400 games. Yeah, let's go down and look at the asterisks and see. Uh, local pricing may vary by market. PlayStation Plus catalog titles may also vary by market and tier and may change over time. PlayStation Plus is an ongoing subscription subject to a reoccurring subscription fee taken automatically until cancellation. Age restrictions apply. Terms apply. So usage terms apply. So I'm not seeing... So they're saying you get 400 of the most enjoyable PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party parties. Uh, partners, I'm sorry, third-party partners. Third-party parties. Games in this extra tier are downloadable for play. Uh, so last year, Xbox had 62 games launched day one on Game Pass. This year, they've only announced 31, and if you look at those games, no one gives a crap about most of them. Not Game Pass. With Game Pass, I'm subscribing to get new games. If I were to buy new titles uh, within a year, my subscription is paid for. Well, and I, I think I think that makes sense, right? I stand by what I said. It's DOA unless it brings day and date. This is a joke. So you, okay, so you think, Mo, that the only reason that people buy Game Pass, I'm applying your logic in the reverse. The only reason people buy Game Pass is for the new titles. 
So the only way that the PS Game Pass can be competitive is they must offer day and date new games or it's not competitive. I find that to be incredibly narrow and not not defensible. I don't think you can defend that position. That the only reason people buy the Xbox Game Pass is for new games day and date. You don't think there's a giant, giant swath of players that are like, I want everything. 400 game library? Sweet. Extra 5 bucks a month? Sweet. Actually, it's if you do it for the year, it's an extra 20... No, uh, 60. 60 to 100. Okay, so it's 60 to 100. An extra $40 a year, and they just can have all those games. You have to understand something, Mo. The people that are already on PS Plus for 10 bucks a month, there's already those people, okay? So you're considering those people when you say this. I, th- I don't think you're looking at this very economically, and so I'm going to make my case. There are tons of people right now already on the $10 a month PS Plus subscription. You're asking those people to spend $40 a year to get 400 game library just added or an extra five bucks a month for an extra five bucks a month or an extra $40 a year on top of what they're already paying. They just get all those games. Number one, if they're already paying for PS plus, that's more affordable to them than game pass. That's a cheaper upgrade and it's a ton of games. Like, the idea that the only way to compete with Xbox Game Pass is you have to offer day-and-date new launches. I got news for you. You better buckle up. Xbox Game Pass will not be getting super big AAA titles day one as much as they were. I don't think it's going to be happening as often. I think a lot of the bigger titles were hurt by it. I guarantee... Well, I can't guarantee you. I predict... I predict there will be fewer big AAA launches on day and date on Game Pass. I'm not saying there won't be AAA games on Game Pass. I'm saying they will not be there day and date. I think that's going to be a decline. There's going to be a decline. There's going to be a decline in that. It's an extra five bucks a month for me. Upgrade is an easy call. That's what I mean. You're talking about people who are already spending $10 a month and you're asking them to spend an additional five and they get this massive library. MLB already dropping again. Well, but again, I'm saying, I'm not saying that there won't be any AAA titles day and date. I'm saying there will be a decline in AAA titles hitting the Xbox Game Pass day and date. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. That's my prediction. That is 100% my, my prediction. Because I don't think it's good for big AAA titles. You're basically telling people that they do not have to buy a big AAA title. All they got to do is buy some subscription. And how many people do that? They, they, they basically buy Game Pass and they're like, yeah, I, that's all. I, that's, I just, I got it. I got to try out that new game. You think Starfield will be Game Pass day one? Now, you got to hear what I'm saying. My prediction is that AAA titles will not be day and date. I'm not talking about first party Xbox. Your prediction is in fact. I didn't say it was fact. I'm telling you that's what's going to happen. That's what I think. That's my prediction. It can't be a fact because it hasn't happened yet. Like, I'm not an illogical person. I'm not saying something is a fact before it happens, right? You could say that the sun's going to rise tomorrow. That's actually not a fact until it happens, right? Because it could blow up, you know? I don't know. But some extraterrestrial being could fly through it. You know what I'm saying? Something's not a fact until it happens. I'm telling you that I think that's coming. 
there will be a decline in AAA titles hitting day and date on Game Pass because I don't think it's good for them economically. You're going to see big first-party titles hit day and date, of course. That's why Microsoft's scooping, scooping up developers because they want to throw those games on Game Pass. You do know more people buy in Game Pass, and that's a fact. You So you think... You think there's more people on Game Pass than PS Plus. Do we have any evidence to back that up? Do we have any evidence to back that up? Sun doesn't rise. It's factually wrong. It's called a colloquialism. Shut the frick up. (laughs) It's called a colloquialism. Shut up. Yo, good morning, Blood King. Elden Ring did not go day and date. Most shocker, people that are spending more money spend more money. Did someone say extraterrestrial being? I'm listening. <laughs> For annual payment, we should consider other subscriptions like Humble Bundle, monthly plus free games. Your prediction will come true just because of the math compared to uh, AA production over AAA. No, 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 no. No, I'm saying a decrease. So basically, there, it was a really, really big selling point of the, of, the, of the Xbox Game Pass to get like really big games and really big AAA titles like Outriders and stuff the day that they came out. I think there will be a decline in that happening. I don't think it's good for big AAA titles. I think it's bad for them. They need to rake in those sales that opening week, and whatever money Microsoft's giving to them is probably not worth it. 11 months from Sorcerer of Havoc. Thank you for doing a tier two as well, and double dip. My man, that's a lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome back. PS Plus and now have a combined 40 million plus. Yeah, that's a, that's that's you just lo- that you lost. You lost! There's less people on Game Pass than there are on PS Plus and now. 48 million? That's more than double. That's more than double what's on the Game Pass. You're talking about 48 million people that are going to be like, an extra 5 bucks a month, oh my gosh, an extra $8 a month from what I'm already spending. 100 million in love? There are not 100 million people on Game Pass. That is that is false, demonstrably false. Microsoft hasn't even ba- bragged about that. Xbox Live has 70 million. Okay, but that's not Game Pass. We're comparing the new PlayStation Plus being 10, 15 and 18 dollars a month to Game Pass. That's what we're comparing. If you're going to compare those two, you can't compare PS Plus users to Game Pass users. What? Why not? We can only compare PS Now, right? We don't want to conflate terms here. Is that what you're saying, Robert? You can only compare PS Now to Game Pass, right? But that's the thing. They're combining it into one package now. And that's why I'm telling you tons of people are going to do it. Okay, so PS Now versus Game Pass. Do we know how many people have PS Now? That is unfair to, con- to, include, to include PlayStation Plus. That's not that's not a fair comparison. So we can only compare PS Now PS Now to Game Pass. What are those numbers? Because anybody who has PS Now is going to consider doing this, and that's where the money is. 3 million 3 million on PS Now. PS Now is 5 million. And then, okay, so the rest of that number that Eugene threw out, 48 million? I don't understand. So they have that many PlayStations in circulation, but they only have 48 million people on PlayStation Plus and now combined. PS Now was only $10 or more. PS Now users are automatic converts. 
on Game Pass. Okay, so hang on. Let me think this through. So PlayStation Plus Essential remains the same. And that's what people are paying for to like be online and play against people, right? That's basically Xbox Live. So PlayStation Plus Extra for 15 bucks a month, which is basically only $5 a month. How much is Xbox Game Pass entry price? If you're So if you're paying for Live... Do they give you a discount on Xbox Game Pass? Because that's the comparison. That actually is a fair comparison. You can compare those two. You can say, look at how many people have PlayStation Plus. Those people can spend literally $5 a month and upgrade. Is it the same on Game Pass? Just an additional 5 on top of the live? Uh... Christopher Wright with a $10 tip. Look, it's common sense. AAA titles are terrible company-wise for studios, and also PS4 sold more than Xbox. So by that logic, there's way more PS Plus than Game Pass. Doom was seven months. There's one thing Microsoft said and gave numbers on is that people than Game Pass spend 50% more than they did before, and the service is healthy. I'm not questioning the health of the service. I think subscription services are very good for the consumer. I don't think they're I don't think they're unhealthy for the market or the consumer dot 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 yet they could become unhealthy I don't think they're unhealthy right now Game Pass Ultimate includes live and it's 15 a month okay 15 for the top tier Game Pass but that includes live baked in does it not so that's basically exactly what PlayStation Plus Extra is 15 bucks a month PlayStation Plus is baked in you get the now. Now is no longer a thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I vote premium in the poll because if it's like Game Pass. Yeah, let's check the poll. Already almost 300 votes. If you're new this morning, we want to know what you would pick. PlayStation Plus tiers, which would you pick? All the Xbox are like 42% none of the above. So, no offense. You know I love you Xbox homies. I love my Xbox One. Uh, whatever, what's it called? Xbox One X. Um, but let's look at the actual breakdown. Most people are picking essential. Ten bucks a month for twenty six percent. Extra is in the valley at twelve, and then twenty percent picking premium. So basically, people are either choosing between essential and premium. The majority of the people voting are doing that, right? PS doesn't include all games. <laughs> Neither does Game Pass. What I, that includes live all games available in cloud gaming. There's no such thing as all games. Like, why are you using that phrase? When you do Game Pass, it's all of the games on Game Pass. When you do PlayStation Plus Extra, it's all of the games available in that catalog. There's no such thing as all games. That's not a thing. You don't buy something on the Xbox that gives you every single game in existence. So using that phrase is incredible. All first-party games... Oh, all first-party games. Oh, okay, okay. So if I'm understanding what you're saying, D-Tom, now what you're saying makes sense. I'm like, what the frick? Okay, so you're saying all first-party Microsoft titles. <laughs> How many of those are It's <laughs> Not a lot of them. Anyway, and but you're saying on PlayStation, you're not getting all of the first-party titles. So you don't automatically get, like, God of War and Horizon Forbidden West and, and Ragnarok and... Um, Ratchet and Clank and Returnal. Is that the point that you're making? Is that on Xbox you get all the first party titles, all three of them, and then on the... <laughs> I, 
I am not trying to be mean, but come the frick on. There aren't that many first-party Microsoft titles in the last couple of years. Where's the real value if you're not launching first-party titles? Now, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say, because I love you Xbox guys. I do. I love you. And I know what you're going to say. Everything in the next couple of years. Everything in the next couple of years. Starfield, Starfield, Starfield. Have you heard about Starfield, Lono? Starfield. Okay, 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 okay. So we could compare that value, and we could say that every single first-party title that comes out for Microsoft, you're going to get. And the PlayStation guys are not, okay? So we're not going to get Ragnarok, and we're not going to get um, you know, Spider-Man 2, you know. The wait is over in two years. Doc with a five spot. Microsoft claims they see an increase of pre-orders by 25% and franchise sales by 10 In relation to Game Pass? That doesn't make any sense. So wait a minute. No, 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 no. That, that doesn't make any logical sense. I'm not doubting what you're saying. Water Marlin, I forgot to thank you for your resub. Water Marlin with nine months of membership. Besides the co-op issue, what are your thoughts on Wonderland? Same problems with BL3's early overleveling is better. No, the gear levels with you. Tiny Tina Wonderland should have been called Borderlands 4 because it's better than Borderlands 3, and they, they heard it by calling it something that sounds like a DLC. Yeah, Doc, I'm not... Whoever tipped the $5. Doc, is that you, Dr. Disrespect? Anyway, there's... That doesn't make any sense. Why would Game Pass be promoting pre-orders? That's stupid. With respect, if you're on Game Pass and you're pre-ordering games, you're an idiot. Why wouldn't you just wait and see if it's going to land on Game Pass? That's illogical. What? That doesn't make any sense. I personally just want a solid streaming option for PlayStation so I can dive into Ghost or Spider-Man without spending the money on a console. Oh, on PC? Yeah, that depends on how well it runs. Because Xbox needs sales. What do you mean it doesn't have first party? Says Eugene, who are you talking about? It's launching with God of War, Spider-Man, Miles, and Returnal. God of War, Spider-Man, Miles, and Returnal is all going to be on this? Where did you where did you find that Eugene? How do you know that? Because it didn't say did it specify in that blog? All right, here here's a good reference says Fazimoto for comparison. A good breakdown. It looks like at uh, holy moly, I got this freaking PlayStation thing up. Uh, excuse me. Mm-mm. In the blog. In the blog. All right, hang on. Let me pull open the blog. And I'm just going to search for uh, the word spider. At launch. Okay, so the new X. Yeah, no, no. Here it is. Here it is. He's not He's not blowing smoke. He's not blowing smoke. Settle down, X-Boys. All right. At launch, we plan to include titles such as Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal. We're working closely with our imaginative developers from PlayStation Studios and third-party partners to include some of the best gaming experiences available with a library that will be regularly refreshed. More details to come on the games we'll have on our new PlayStation Plus service. So yeah, they're going to include first-party titles. Not all of them, but they are going to include some. Right? Starfield fans need to simmer down. Yeah. I, I hate to say it. I think Starfield. I think Starfield's gonna absolutely flop. I, I can't wait to be proved wrong. I think it's gonna flop. Um, it's just another game that seems to be selling me something existential, and I, I have so much doubt and skepticism about their ability to do it. 
they plan to include is not definite. Mo, with respect, just that's stop it. Stop it, Mo. At launch, we plan to include. So you think they write that sentence and they're going to go back on it? Are you freaking kidding me? Are you actually kidding me? We plan to include. So you you think that's like a tentative thing. They're like, yeah, we plan to do it, but we might not. There's no freaking way. There's literally no way that's how you're supposed to read that. That phrase does not always mean maybe. In certain instances, sure. But if I tell you that we plan to go to the store later, sure, I might not do it, okay? But if you're coming over to my house and I'm cooking out and I say, yeah, we're, uh, we're planning on having burgers, fries, and Coke, and you show up and I've got hot dogs, potato chips, and Pepsi, you'd be like, what the frick is wrong with you, Lono? And you'd have every right to say that. No one talks like that. No one says we plan to include these titles and they're thinking in the back of their mind, yeah, maybe. Con, those titles will be included. Just stop it. Make a better criticism, Mo. I'll do it for you. That's not all of the first-party titles available. What about Zero Dawn? What about Forbidden West? What about Ragnarok? Make a better criticism. Make a better comparison and criticism. Don't do this nonsense of like, well, it might not even happen. Come on, you're smarter than that argue 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 with more more intellect and less and less uh and less allegiance that those titles will be included the right criticism to make as an xbox fan is that those are not all of the titles that's the right criticism to make which i would grant you that criticism okay what's in there oh okay (laughs) i've never seen you use one of those for me before i was like is that soup Oh, okay. Okay. Did you sleep good, cootie girl? I didn't see you this morning when I made coffee, so I knew you must have slept good. Do you want to know why? Take a guess why you're sleeping in so long. Because you're staying up too late. (laughs) Just you wait, wait until. No, you can't go over there, kiddo. You can't go over there. You can't go over there. Uh, Robert says, The PS subscription's awesome if you miss any of the new titles. PS collection is included, so those will be in there. No. No, 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 no. No. They're not saying that. They, they, no, they're not saying that. The PlayStation collection, as far as the games you're going to include, that's not going to include Forbidden West. That's not going to include Ragnarok or Zero Dawn. They're not even listed in the blog. They listed those because I'm telling you, those 400 games, those 400 games is not, I guarantee you they're not including every single first party title. PlayStation handles their first party titles a lot differently than Xbox. Do you want to know why? Because they have way more consoles in circulation and they're more interested in selling intellectual property and moving consoles with first party titles. And you don't do that when you give them away day one on a subscription service for five bucks a month. So, there's literally no way Sony's going to do that. This is why when you predicted that, Mo, you said, well, the only way that Spartacus launches is that first-party titles land day and date. And I was like, no, they're not going to do that. And you said, well, then it's DOA. I'm telling you right now, that's not true. Comparatively speaking, this barely compares to the base Game Pass. 
Zero Dawn will be there. It's 400 games. It has to be there. Why on earth would they not list it in this blog? Forbidden West just launched. It's on everybody's minds. So they specifically name... They don't even... They don't name Ratchet. They don't name Zero Dawn. They don't name Forbidden West. At launch... We plan to include Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat, and Returnal. Why are they listing those particular titles? That doesn't make any sense. It's going to be DOA? Yes, yeah, 120 million PlayStation 4s in circulation, and who knows how many PS5s at this point. And out of that play, out of that console saturation base, which is significantly larger than Xbox's saturation base, you're right. No one's going to pay for this. It won't be a money maker. They didn't do any market research. Sony is stupid because they plan to include. You also need to understand these companies know their user base. Also, if your user base is a bunch of freeloaders, you have to do different things. <laughs> uh, 400 games were circulated on a monthly basis? No, it's a catalog that they'll be adding to, just like Game Pass does. Uh, Eugene found a blog here. CEO Jim Ryan, we feel like we're in a good virtuous cycle with the studios where the investment delivers success, which enables more investment, which delivers yet more success. We like that the cycle and we think our gamers will like that cycle. He continues, in terms of putting our own games into this service or any of our services upon their release, as you well know, this is not a road that we've gone down in the past and it's not a road that we're going to go down with this service. We feel if we were to do that with the games that we make at PlayStation Studios, the virtuous cycle will be broken everything I just said everything I just said the CEO is saying so either he's just dumb and doesn't know what he's talking about or and doing and so am I or maybe we're on a similar economic wavelength that has been well established in the games industry that they make most of their money the first two weeks big AAA titles will see a decline in presence on Game Pass write it down this is so logical and sensible and you can see it in the studio growth of so many of the first party studios Eugene who's the who are the two studios that we just referenced that grew because of their success who was it it was uh it was a studio working on uh is it insomniac and then the other one naughty dog is it it's it's it's, it's both insomniac and naughty dog right The level of investment that we need to make in our studios would not be possible and we think the knock-on effect on the quality of the games that we make would not be something that gamers want. Gorilla and Insomniac and Naughty Dog. Huge growth. Gorilla, Horizon Zero Dawn. Insomniac, Spider-Man and Ratchet & Clank. Naughty Dog. These companies have seen growth and it's exactly what Jim Ryan is talking about. We feel we are in a good, virtuous cycle where the investment delivers success, which enables yet more investment, which delivers yet more success. We like that cycle and we think our gamers like that cycle. They are seeing growth in their studios because of their business model. And you think they're going to break their business model because Xbox has 20 million people on Game Pass. That is, it's nonsensical, my man. It's nonsensical. They're, they're printing, Sony is printing money, they're, they're doing so well. 
so many consoles in circulation with huge sales for their first party titles day and date will keep will happen keep reading keep reading what mo he just said they're not gonna do it they're not gonna do it so he's lying what i don't understand he says we're not gonna do it in terms of putting our own games into this service or any of our services upon their release as you well know this is not a road we've gone down in the past and it's not a road we're going to go down with this new service we feel if we were to do that with our games we would make it that we make it playstation studios that virtuous cycle will be broken he's literally saying we're not going to do it what do you know that he doesn't he's the ceo at playstation what do you know they had 20 million sales for Horizon Zero Dawn and 30 for God of War. 23 million Game Pass subs ain't right. When you have literally a first party title that sells as many copies as there are people on Game Pass, that's a checkmate. That's the end. There's no competition here. I'm not saying that Microsoft isn't a competitive platform and doesn't have great offerings. What I'm saying is Sony isn't even considering them in the equation. He's not even considering them. They're not even considering them in the equation. We sold 20 million copies of Horizon Zero Dawn. That's how many Game Pass subscribers there are. Do you think they give a hoot and a holler about Game Pass as a competitive subscription service? Well, we better put the next Horizon Forbidden West. We better put the next God of War on our Game Pass competitor. No, they don't need to. Their business model is different. There is more. He continues on to say he could change his mind. Yeah, if the economic realities change, I'm sure. He says, so I don't want to cast anything in stone at this stage. All I'm talking to today is the approach we're taking in the short term. The way our publishing model works right now, it doesn't make any sense. But things can change very quickly in this industry, as we all know. That's a caveat if their economic if their economic and business strategy needs to change and adapt, which it will, sure. Outselling the Xbox 2 to 1 outselling the Xbox 2 to 1 I I don't think their economic or or business realities are going to change anytime soon even Game Pass saturation has slowed down day and date will happen eventually that is an illogical conclusion you are jumping to a conclusion you're not deducing one or drawing one from what the man said he says, I'm not writing anything in stone. Things can change. Oh, that means it's going to happen eventually. No, that's illogical. That's illogical. Not two to one. Yeah, it was one and a half last year, and it's up to two It's it's up to two to one. How many, how many articles do we have to read about that? This isn't even about me being a bigger Sony fan. It's about this idea that you think Microsoft's Game Pass is such an industry leader. They have as many subscribers as Sony sold copies of Zero Dawn. It's that's it's not even a compi- it's not even a competition on that realm. Day and date games literally are not good right down now, so no reason for Game Pass. Yeah, I which subscription tier will be receiving day one releases? None of them. They're not doing that. He literally, and this is this is what I'm saying is like you're you're so 
biased that you're reading into what he's saying. Nothing he is saying has anything to do with Microsoft, and yet you think Microsoft Game Pass is so competitive that the Sony CEO is like, oh yeah, we're definitely going to have to change, and we'll do day and date eventually. He says none of that. He strongly asserts they will not do it. And they're like, well, I mean, things can change. We're not writing this in stone. Why? Gee, I wonder why. Maybe because he did one interview where he said, we believe in generations. People extrapolated from that. The same kind of backflip logical nonsense I'm seeing in chat today. People extrapolated from, we believe in generations, that there would be no backwards old generation support for new titles and they fried him for it so he's like yeah we're not gonna do this but he leaves himself an out because if in five years they decide hey the market shifted we're gonna make this adjustment somebody would dig up this interview and be like but you said that you were never gonna put first party titles on your game pass like that's what people would have done that's what they did with we believe in generations they just injected it and said well this is what he meant and they tried to fry him for it and call him a liar so of course he does a caveat of course he gives himself an out oh the industry changes we see no reason to do that right now they're not going to do it with spider-man they're not going to do it with wolverine they're not going to do it with god of war ragnarok but if in four to five years they decide to change their mind that doesn't make you right in the moment you're wrong In the moment, you're wrong. You said they'd be day and date. They're not. Well, it'll be DOA then. What what does that even mean, though? They have more consoles in circulation than Xbox. They have a larger consumer base. If a fraction of their consumer base upgrades for the $5 a month, it's profitable. They're not losing any money. They're giving you old titles. Yo, it's good, Pure Lation. Horizon Zero Dawn was discounted often and selling for $9.99 during the sale. It was on PS Now and it was given away for free sometimes last year. It sold 20 million copies in the span of five years. Yeah, that's a very successful first-party title. Look at any look at any sales of single-player first-party titles that are out there. Zero Dawn's a heavyweight. Look at any successful franchises and the quantity of, of games that they sell. And sometimes you got to add them all up. Like every Dark Souls, when you add them all up, it's like 23 million. Zero Dawn sold 20 million by itself. That's, that's a heavy weight in the industry. What are you talking about? That's an amazing amount of copies sold. Well, they sold it for on sale. Every game, every game ends up being discounted and it's sold on sale. You're not making a point. Uh, yeah, a, br- a first party brand new IP sold 20 million copies. Come on. Having more consoles in circulation didn't help PS Plus. Well, how do you know that? What do you What do you mean? How do you know that? Think of this as half of the PS Plus upgrade. The tiers would still have more than Game Pass. I have an extra twenty million customers, and each pay two bucks less. B. I still have millions more than my competitors. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think- Day and day games. Li- oh, I'm sorry. I already read that. <laughs> Don't forget PC sales. I think the total number of Horizon Zero Dawn sales at 20 million is including the PC port. Hey, if you're tuning in, we get fired up. We get am- we get amped, right? I'm getting passionate. Uh, we Mo is Mo is good for this. He brings this side. He brings this side of me out because he just 
He, he, he and you, you guys, you Xbox guys, blow me away. Uh, if you're enjoying the conversation, we're talking about the PS Game Pass, the announcement of Combinet, combining PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now or PS Now. Let us know at the top of the chat. Take the poll. Which version would you subscribe to? We're also asking the question sort of in a, in a tangential way. Are there going to be too many subscriptions out there? Is this becoming like Netflix, Hulu, Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, you know, every Amazon Prime? Like, there's so many subscriptions out there. Is that where gaming is headed? 120 million users worldwide, 48 million on the PlayStation Plus, and now currently versus about 60 million users with 23 million on Game Pass. What competition? That's what I'm saying. Like, I just really don't see some of you guys see the forest for the trees. Sony's saturation globally is just mind-blowing. They're not. They have no... They're... First-party developers are growing because of their business model. There is literally no way they're going to divert from that unless they see an insane groundswell of people going up to the highest tier of their PlayStation Premium or uh, whatever the the mid-tier one was, and then they see all those people churning out and saying... I don't like this because the first party titles don't come. And if that happens, they'd have to weigh that economic loss against the potential economic loss of putting big AAA first party titles on the service day and date and what that would do to margins. And if that hurts the margins, that hurts the developer's expansion, that hurts the next project, and it hurts the virtuous cycle. It's not as simple as just looking at Microsoft and saying, oh, but they do day and date. We need to do day and date. It's so much more nuanced than that economically. You can't think that simplistically about this. You simply can't. The argument against Sony was that they never offered older titles from PS1, 2, 3. Now that they are, people are mad. Well, yeah, once you take that criticism off the table, please explain why Sony is in so much debt. What are you talking about? What do you mean they're in debt? That service is didn't their own first party title sale nor on the I, that sentence doesn't make any sense. That service is didn't their own first party title sale nor on the competing platform. I'm not sure what you're saying. Like I know I was ranting, but I really want you to consider. You should see the Twitter Discord. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I really want you to consider what I'm saying. There's an economic reality that if they would have to literally see a potential, a, a massive amount of profit loss in not doing day and date, and that profit loss would have to outweigh the profit they make on individual titles like Spider-Man 2, Wolverine, God of War, Ragnarok. There's literally no way their current user base, current pattern, what they're calling a virtuous cycle, there's no way that's going to happen. It just, it doesn't make any sense. Sorry for a stupid question. Do you see Microsoft changing their Game Pass strategy if the PlayStation plan turns out to be a success? No. No, Microsoft's on a different path. That's why these comparisons are, are, are so fruitless. 
It's such a different approach. Microsoft is attempting quite brilliantly. I actually really like Microsoft. I think they're a brilliant company. I think their fanboys are deluded so much of the time. I, I, that sounds insulting. I think the people that love Microsoft go off on on trains of thought that aren't backed by facts. They just, we got all this. And it's not backed by anything. I actually think Microsoft is a brilliant company. But Microsoft's on a different path. Microsoft is attempting... What the frick? I have, like, something in my mouth. <laughs> Got it. Some facial hair problems. Beard hair wanders in there and decides to become, you know, a, a, a tenant. Microsoft's strategy is to blur the line between console and PC because it has the potential to make their platform global and massive okay their strategy is to blur that line with an ecosystem of value that once you are in you cannot live without it's like when the cable company wants you to get cable internet and phone because the more you have with them the sunk cost fallacy the value transmission it's too much trouble to switch and so the microsoft idea is create an ecosystem that blurs the line so hardware is not the issue the issue is consumer value it's actually quite brilliant it will probably pay off in spades in about five to 10 years okay their platform will no longer be xbox their platform will be the xbox ecosystem so they can approach a developer and say if you work with us if you work with our dev tools if you launch your game on our system if you do this if you do that blah 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 this is where your game can land it doesn't just land on the xbox one or the one x or the one s or the eight x or the xxx or the triple x or the double x or the the two times x or the two times champion or the two 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 or the five 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 whatever the frick they name their consoles from here on out it won't just land on the consoles it will also land on the ever-growing pc ecosystem that's attached to it and the pc gaming world is set to just absolutely grow and explode at an insane rate and microsoft will be standing there on that entire platform do you think this is where you're going to make better comparisons why do you think sony is putting games on pc why because they see what Microsoft sees, but they're approaching it differently. This is why you can't just say, oh, Game Pass this, Game Pass that, Sony service sucks or is bad or it's going to be DOA. They're taking completely different approaches to the technological global economic realities that are facing the gaming world. They're attacking them differently. They both see the same trends, they're just approaching it very differently. Rissick with a $10 tip. I know for me, I'm more excited to play the older games that will be on the plan, and for the newer games, I'll just buy the ones I want. Uh, and who made Lono go off? Thank you for the 10 spot. Oh, this this topic always gets me amped, because people make such just terrible arguments and such terrible comparisons. Like, I and you make me sound like a Sony fanboy. I'm not. I'm not. I love both companies. I think both companies are bringing lots of value to the, the gaming world they're just doing it in completely different ways so to compare them is just silly it, at this level you can compare them but to compare them at the game pass level I think it's just utterly silly love the shirt brother hope all is well yo what's good Wolvie like 
Lamau, Sony's service sucks and is DOA. I, yeah. Write it down, Mo. Write it down. There'll be more people on the... There'll be more people... Watch this. Let me make a prediction. The PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium will have more subscribers than Game Pass in uh, in, in a handful of months. It, before the end of this year, before the end of this year, there will be more people on PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium than there are on Game Pass. That's such an easy prediction to make. How is that DOA? They'll have, they'll have more than 20 million. Write it down. They will. Their, their market saturation is bonkers. It's freaking bonkers. And they'll get so many people to upgrade. They will, they will dwarf Game Pass at the end of this year. They'll be larger. They'll have more people in the funnel. Guaranteed. They have more consoles in circulation. They have a larger user base. Five spot from Shame. I have PS Now and Plus, so I'll definitely get premium. I think adding PS5 games and game trials is big. I like your passion. Thank you. Yo, what's good, Hex? Oh, we forgot about this. Th- yeah, they're going to let people try games. Oh, see, Sony is playing 3D chess, okay? I want you to think about something. Their virtuous cycle that CEO Jim Ryan talked about, about big first-party titles making big money, and then they reinvest that into the developers, and this is provable with the rate at which Gorilla, Insomniac, and Naughty Dog have grown, right? They're first-party developers for Sony, and they've grown significantly. They're going to feed that virtuous cycle with these subscription funnels. How? They're going to let you try the game. They're going to let you try the game. There you go. Yeah, try it out. See what you think of Ragnarok. You think people are going to get a taste of Ragnarok and be like, nah, I'll wait. <laughs> no. They're going to play it right then or buy it right now. They're playing 3D chess, bro. They're going to use they're going to use the same mechanism that Microsoft uses it, uses, but they're going to use it to sell first-party titles. That that's 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 like 900 IQ plays, bro. Oh, oh, and let's not forget that then 18 months later, they can kick it over to the largest gaming platform in the world, PC, and sell it again. Here's Ragnarok 18 months later. Just printing money for these studios, bro. Easy HD uh, tech with a $5 tip. Excuse me. Sony is not putting the U.S. market desire over its global consumer base. U.S. gamers really believe they make up 99% of the Sony gamer market share. Yeah, you got to consider, the, 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 this is so, the, we're going to get into this this afternoon. We're going to be talking about the Lord of the Rings Amazon series and why it's going to flop. And I think it's going to have something to do with what Frank Gore talked about, how the cinema market is so much bigger than the West. And same with gaming. The Sony market, their dominance in the Asian market, you just can't ignore it. You can't ignore it. So big. You got to think too, like they have such a loyal base. All those people, they're going to see all those old games and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to upgrade for that. Oh my gosh, I can play that game. I'm playing that game in an age. Here is a daggum disaster today. Lono, the only pushback I have is that this service doesn't seem as beneficial to consumers. I get that a direct comparison to Game Pass isn't relevant, but when looking at the value to the consumer, well, 
I would think that Jim Ryan's pushback would be the one that I think is the best pushback. Their virtuous cycle delivers better value. Who who has delivered better first party titles? Just just wait, just last five years. Frank Gore, like the presidential candidate? No, 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 no. He's a film buff guy. Like, Sony's virtuous cycle has delivered more value to the consumers. How many how many amazing first-party titles have you got from Microsoft in the last five years? How many? How many? It's not that many. PlayStation just keeps nailing it. Wham, 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 wham. Shame with another $5 tip. And then after kicking first-party games to PC, they'll throw it on subscription. The first-party games for Sony going to sell subscription. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's a great, great cyclical cycle. It's freaking brilliant. Uh, I gotta give my Jimmy John's order to my wife for my phone. Uh, that's Phil. Country club for me. Hang on, hang on, hang on. There we go. Hellfire with 13 months. Welcome back. He says, Frick. It's just a cash grab by Sony. Come on. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my favorite. Is it Frank or Chris? Is it Chris Gore? Did I say Frank Gore? Is it Chris Gore? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's the wrong app. That's the wrong app. Hang on. Uh. What's it? Wait, wait, yeah. Chris Gore. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is Chris Gore. Good thing we're not recording Reforge Radio. Chris Gore. <laughs> Al Gore, yeah. Shame with another $2 tip. 700 plus game and Sony first party is better value. Frank was a football player. Yeah, Chris Gore. I am sorry. Why is this company trying to make money? I know. Cash grab is like my favorite criticism. <laughs> it's just a cash grab. You mean like literally every product that's out there in existence? Companies want you to part with your money that's their job that is their literal job that's what they're supposed to do if they're not motivating you to part with your money then they suck and they'll quickly shut down that's their literal job is to get you to part ways with your money if you're just tuning in we want to hear from you we're discussing the ps game pass playstation plus combining with ps now and we're having a bit of a debate and we want to know what you would pick 500 votes at the top of the chat already would you pick essential extra premium or none of the above these are the ps plus tiers you could pick from starting in june premium is 120 a year which is 10 bucks a month yeah well no no that you got to be careful on how you do that no if you pay for premium monthly it's 18 a month if you play annually, it shakes out to 10 a month, but you're paying it all at once. Just be, I want to be careful how we phrase things. If you decide to do monthly on their premium, it's 18 a month. If you pay for the whole year in advance, it's 120, which yes, is 10 bucks a month. Listen, Lono, I will not be convinced from this service is not a value at all compared to what I get now. And that's exactly what you're supposed to do as a consumer. Determine what is valuable to you and buy it and or continue buying it that's what you're supposed to do as a consumer but claiming things like 
it's DOA. Or first party titles will be day and date. Right? Like, those are the claims I was taking issue with. I give, like, I never ever get into a debate about a consumer's value perception. Why? Because it's completely unique to you. There may be somebody right now who has Game Pass because they literally want to play all of the super old Battlefield titles that are on there. Like, every time I go to the Game Pass menu, it's just a bunch of, bat- like, the Battlefield games are all at the top, right? Why would I try and convince that person that that's not valuable? I'm wasting my freaking time. If they think it's valuable, I'm never going to convince them otherwise. You know I'm standing on that hill? I think it's such a worthless hill to stand on, Mo, Because you're comparing things that make zero sense for comparison. They're... Their business strategy is completely different. You're going to a burger joint and saying, well, the burger joint down the street gives me fries for free. Okay, these are different business strategies. The approach is completely and utterly different. 500 yen from Jeffrey Richards. Yes, Microsoft or Xbox can get a foothold here in Japan. They've been trying, but nothing works so far. I think they can with the PC with the PC move, but it's going to take some time. They're going to need some. They're going to need some agreements and some contracts with some really big devs that have popular games over there. Like. The key here, I think the key here is like, this is just going to be better for Sony titles. Like, that's the thing. The approach by the business is different, Lono, but the way the consumer perceives the product launch is almost identical. No, it's not. You think you, you think there's a coincidence, Demetrius, that all the people that are poo-pooing this probably don't even own a PlayStation? They probably haven't even played any of the titles we're talking about? They haven't touched Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Death Stranding, God of War, Returnal, Ratchet and Clank. They don't own a PlayStation. So what difference does it make? It's like a vegan telling t- telling a steakhouse that they think their menu sucks. The, who the frick cares? It, that value perception doesn't matter. There's a consistent theme in chat. Is the people that are Xbox, Xbox, Xbox. Do you even own a PlayStation? Well, no. Well, then your perception of the value doesn't matter. It couldn't matter any less. You don't even own the platform. You don't even play these games. Like, they're a vegan coming into a steakhouse. Your menu is just really crappy. Are you going to buy anything or eat anything here? No. Well, then get the frick out. You don't eat here. What What do I care what you think? Like, you think a company that that, dwar- that has way, way, way more consoles in circulation cares what the other people think? Wait, do you see what I'm saying? That would be like somebody who wants to watch a VTuber coming in here and being like, I really don't like your content. I don't like seeing your face. Like, why would I care what they say? You're not, you don't, you don't consume my content. You go, you go consume a VTuber then. Doesn't make any sense to come in here. laughs in PS5. Some people just overvalue their own opinion. There's two convos, says Eugene. Subservices in general are providing value for older games and indies, and two, subservices are a delivery for blockbuster games. One is undeniable, two is up for debate. And the economics don't look good for number two. 
Yeah, ask Outriders about their royalty check. Ask Outriders how how launching on Game Pass went for them. Ask them. Can we talk about how bad streaming video games are? Infrastructure's got to go way further than it is right now. The true value is multiplayer games. You don't have to convince friends as much to buy games. Other than that, single-player games I buy and play what I want. What's Outriders? <laughs> uh, this is why we can't have sensible conversations about PlayStation here. Yeah, because it becomes it becomes like an effort to act like PlayStation doesn't know what they're doing. Like, so you, let, let me ask you a question. Do you think PlayStation just fumbled and stumbled their way to having their developers just increase in size? A couple of them almost doubled in size. Right? You think they fumbled their way to that? They just accidentally... Oh, man. We generated so much money. We got money coming out of our shirt. What's happening? I got I got money coming out of my mouth. We have so much money coming out of our ears. Let's just make these developers bigger. I don't know how we did this. We don't know what we're doing. Microsoft's clearly got a better strategy. Somehow, our first-party developers are growing in size. And your first-party developer, 343, is embarrassing your platform so until Microsoft really starts pulling its weight with first party titles it seems kind of silly to look at Sony's economic business strategy and criticize it you launched a beta (laughs) you launched a beta after, after five years or however many years it was in development you launched a beta 343 like are you proud of 343 you think they've done good things like look at the look at the game look at the player saturation look at the response you launched a beta Sony's Sony's studios are are doubling in size and you launched a beta you had to bring in Joseph Staten just to get a minimum viable product to market why are we attacking 343 it's a first-party developer under Microsoft's watch. What, you know, see what I'm saying? You think Sony stumbled their way to this this business strategy and this economic success? You think it was an accident that they basically created massively successful first-party titles? They were so successful, the money was reinvested in the developers. The developers have grown, and then their their sequels are on the way. What do, you, what do you mean? Their, their virtuous cycle is, is undeniably successful. And look at Microsoft's format. A bunch of unproven concepts. A bunch of unproven concepts. Where, where are the games? We don't have Starfield yet. Elder Scrolls isn't coming out until I'm a grandpa. And what else is happening over there? You got a beta. You got Halo. A decent campaign. A decent campaign and a beta of multiplayer. That's what your first party company turned out. Whose strategy is working? It turns into this weird thing where these irrational Xbox supporters don't realize the console war is over. Sony won 11 years ago. It's not even a fight. It's not even a fight worth fighting anymore, and both Sony and Microsoft know it. You guys are still in the woods refusing to accept the war ended. <laughs> Out million, Outriders sold 3 million copies. Something wrong? 
yeah, they they didn't get they didn't make enough revenue to get their royalty check from Square Enix. Why? Because a lot of the player base played it on Game Pass. Like a ton of people played it on Game Pass. They didn't get the sales in the uh, that they needed. It didn't it didn't do as well as they were supposed to. What do you mean? It's not it did it didn't do as profitable as they would have hoped. And I think launching on Game Pass had a huge factor in that. I have a question for you. How long did it take for uh don't to get these banners you speak of after they bought their studios? Oh, these bangers. So what I know where you're going, Mo. I understand what you're doing. You're saying Sony bought these studios and then it took a dev cycle to prove the concept, right? Okay, well 343 bunted the ball they barely got on base so the rest of these devs better step up homie you know you know that if the next first party title for microsoft comes out of the gate the way that halo did come on bro like you what are you gonna say then oh they need more time like the house mark returnal wham out of the park freaking home run they didn't buy the studios mo they built most of them through years of partnership yeah, I do think it's a little bit different than just buying up studios. It's not exactly the greatest comparison, but I understand and track with your logic. Your logic being, it took time. That's your logic. I think that's fair. I think it's totally fair to say. Look, man, Sony spent years curating and building these these companies and these titles up. They didn't do it overnight. Now Microsoft's trying to do the same thing. Okay, well, Halo did not really put points on the board. So... Forza, okay, sure, great. There's your one. You know, big, there's a big market for car games. Big market for car games. I'm sure that game's pretty profitable, and Sony ain't looking so hot with their car game, okay? So Forza, Forza, Forza gets a nice a nice homer. They get, a, they get a nice point on the board. Gears of War? Is Gears of War considered a first-party title? Yeah, I guess it is, right? Because you can play in a PC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gears 5 did well. Gears 5 did well. It wasn't really a part of this console cycle, though. Or was it? When did Gear? When did that game come out? It was actually really good. I really liked the latest Gears. Was it a part of this console cycle? Did I play that on my Series X? I can't remember. I played that on my computer. Didn't I? That was all epic. Microsoft just owned the rights. Yeah, that is a bet. That isn't the greatest example. I'll kind of give you that one. I'll kind of give you that one. Flight Sim? Yeah, I don't know. Microsoft's just looking shaky. They're looking shaky. I'm telling you, I said it earlier. I think Microsoft's concept is actually quite brilliant and could absolutely pay off big time in, in five or ten years. Right now, you cannot this is this is the point that I'm making. I think some people are misunderstanding me. So let me let me let me walk this back a little bit and say it in a different way. Microsoft's strategy is definitely I think in a slow burn right now, and that doesn't mean the fire won't get hot. That doesn't mean it won't be incredibly lucrative and profitable. Microsoft is not a stupid company. However, Microsoft's strategy and approach 
is not even close to being an indictment of PlayStation's strategy and approach. PlayStation is absolutely killing it. It's undeniable. You can look at sales numbers. You can look at market saturation. You can look at the growth of their developers. They are banging on all cylinders. So it seems ludicrous to me to look at Microsoft's unproven concept. It's not proven yet. It hasn't been proven to be good for them or to be good in the long term. I believe that it ultimately will be, but it hasn't been. You cannot take their slow burn strategy right now of growing the Microsoft ecosystem and act like, yo, Sony PlayStation Plus is dead on arrival. This is crap. They're not doing day and date. They're not doing first party titles. Microsoft has absolutely no ability to do that right now. As a fan of Microsoft, or you love them, or you think everything they're doing is great, there is nothing about what they're doing that is an indictment of Sony's strategy. That's the point that I've been making. Both of these companies can be amazingly successful with their strategies, and the success of one is not an indictment of the other. Game Pass has been doing well. It's growing. It's saturating their user base. That's great, but that doesn't mean that the other platform has to do the same thing or it's DOA. Microsoft should drop some heat if they want to compete. They just spend money to get games on Game Pass. I think that's a general... That uh, This is one of the reasons why I think part of what Microsoft is doing, and this is one of the reasons why I'm predicting there will be fewer AAA titles on Game Pass day, day and date. If they're not first party. Th- th- there will be less. Do you want to know why? Because it isn't working. I don't think it's working for the developers. I don't think it's working for the launch of the games. So they're going to start saying, No. Repeat after Lono, each of the big three are on their own paths. Yeah, nobody looks at Nintendo. Nobody nobody looks at Nintendo and says, oh man, Nintendo's strategy, bro. Oh man, these other companies, dude, they're DOA. They're not going to make it. They're not going to make it, man. There's, there's, look at what Nintendo's doing. Nobody says that. Why? Because Nintendo's strategy is like 100% different than what everybody else is doing. Nintendo, Nintendo always pushes some level of you know mechanical innovation and then they push out their first party like that's Nintendo that's Nintendo's strategy and and look at look at how well it works for them Nintendo doesn't count <laughs> in what universe does Nintendo not count have you seen the switch sales saturation how does the switch how does the switch not count Switch online with 33 million subs on their service. How do they not count? They can sell you cardboard. Cardboard there, the godfather. What do you, how do they not count? They're crushing it. Five spot from East Coast Overworld, uh, Overlord. As a PC player, I hope both companies compete harder in my market. The more they fight, the more games I get on my PC and Steam Deck. There you go. It won't work for AAA games, says Creature. That's why you have to Google the titles on Game Pass to see if they're even real. (laughs) Stop it. Nintendo games are selling more than Xbox and PlayStation. The Nintendo Switch saturation in the market is absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. They have the most iconic they have the most iconic characters in gaming history. 
Nintendo can slap a new color on the Switch and people will gobble it up with a million. Yeah, they're on. I, I think Nintendo is untouchable. Nintendo is untouchable. They're they are literally in their own universe. They 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 orbit around themselves. Like nobody even touches them. They, they, what are you gonna do to Nintendo? That's why he's saying they don't count. They can do anything in their own league. I mean, maybe that's what he meant. Maybe that's what he meant. I I don't know. That's the crazy thing. That's the crazy thing is if you look at the saturation of Nintendo Switch and then you look at the PlayStation saturation, I don't know how you can look at PlayStation and be like, yeah, they need to change their strategy. Nintendo sells more games than they have consoles. What? Nintendo is killing uh, some of the day one releases still go for full price. The new Zelda will outsell any other first-party title out there. Mm, yeah, probably. It's unfortunate it got delayed, but I knew it was coming. Their online plan is a train wreck, still making money. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> and people still buy it. Because it's Nintendo. All you got to see is Mario, and you're like, I'll do it. <laughs> What's this? Um, this is a, uh, it's a Mario game. What are you doing it? Uh, it's a gardening game. Oh, okay, I'll play it. Mario Gardening. You see what I'm saying? That's not even a game, and they could make it, and people would freaking play it. You just make Mario do it. You know? I don't want to play that game. That game's stupid. You don't you don't like playing bowling games? No. Bowling games are dumb. What about Mario Bowling? Oh. <laughs> That's, you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to play a tennis game. Tennis? Who wants to play tennis? What about Mario Tennis? Oh. <laughs> it's, and it's, they just throw Mario in. And you're like, well, check it out. <laughs> How much is it? <laughs> it's full price. No, that's fine. Yeah. Let me see what this is like. You play it for one afternoon with your wife. Never touch it again. And they're like, thanks for the money. East Coast Overlord. Do you see the Steam Deck uh, thing a chunk out of Nintendo? No. It's difficult to legally ROM dump, but once done, games can run better than on the Switch. Eh, I don't don't know. I don't know. Steam Deck's got potential once other people start making uh, stronger peripherals. Like, as its own, no. But you start getting, like, an Alienware Steam Deck. You start getting, like, people making their own and making them crazy strong. Yeah, maybe. The PC market's crazy. Get it really economical, you know? Get it really economical and powerful. That'll be the test. That'll be the test. That's the test that the consoles went through. It's got to be strong and economical. That's tough to do. Yeah, I won't play FIFA if you paid me, but Mario Soccer, let's go. That's right. That's right. I hate soccer. I won't watch soccer. I won't play soccer. I won't even kick a soccer ball if I see one on the ground. What about Mario Soccer? Ooh. I'll play as Bowser. Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) People, people will play. They love Mario. Mario, Mario is, is God in, in the, in the gaming world. He's the king. He is the undisputed champion. A little, little goofy plumber. It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me how iconic he is. It's not just soccer though. I'm 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 doing a bit, obviously. I know that you're not just playing soccer. I know Bowser can like call down fireballs and Yoshi'll eat the ball and spit it at you. I understand it's arcadish, but still, the, the point stands. <laughs> the 
point stand. You know? Hey, it's me, Mario. Thanks for the money. <laughs> uh, actually, the new Starfield trailer was pretty fire. See how phenomenal the robot looked? I'm telling you right now, Mo, I want Starfield to be amazing, and I have massive concerns. Massive concerns. It, it has all the hallmarks of a game that's going to trip on itself. It, 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 it's like, I don't know. I do not want to be cynical, but I just it just sounds like cyberpunk No Man's Sky speech. And I'm like, anytime developers start talking like that, I'm like, hey, oh boy. Like, I don't know, dude. I get super nervous, you know? Stop for a second and talk about the best soccer game we ever played, NES World Cup. NES World Cup and NES Dodgeball are two of the greatest video games ever made. I will fight you in the street. They are two of the greatest games ever made. (laughs) Nintendo Entertainment System, World Cup Soccer, and Dodgeball are two of the greatest video games ever created. (laughs) They're so dumb. (laughs) And yeah, they're so funny. Inchworming down the field. Oh, golly. You could literally slide tackle defenders until they were knocked out for the entire rest of the match. Yeah, they'd look all beat up. They're just like laying on the ground. Oh, my gosh. Best soccer game was Mega Man Soccer. I never played that one. Um, Did I miss any tips or something? No, I didn't. Okay. Jack of all trades, master of plumbing. <laughs> Blades of steel. Fling, fling. <laughs> I can still hear that, you know? That like, fling, fling, blades of steel. <laughs> so good. Lono, do you think the new God of War is going to be delayed to get discount for the new Game Pass subscription? No. God of War will not be delayed. Boy. Is coming. <laughs> God of boy. Back when Techno was making the greatest games of all time. Do 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 that frickin' music. Do 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 My favorite thing about the opening for Techmo Super Bowl is they are just they are shredding some little MIDI music player. It's like I wanna see the guy that recorded that. He was probably like, this is just awesome. Just like heavy metal (laughs) in MIDI. (laughs) God of War is all but finished. I missed the game Paperboy. Oh my gosh, dude. Paperboy was nuts. Uh, It was actually really hard. Fans would argue that this is typically released a month from game release per Bethesda, but I argue it's poor marketing strategy. I would absolutely love to boot up Starfield and be like, they did it. They nailed it. They achieved it, right? I want to be able to say that. I'm telling you right now, I don't think it's going to happen. I am super nervous about that title. It, I'm, you know what, I'm going to tell you right now what I, what I see. I see all of the markings of scope creep. Like, I see all of the markings of scope creep. There's just so much that they're trying to do, and that they'll fundamentally fail to do it. And I hope I'm wrong. Like, that's not me doubting or poo-pooing. I'm like, man, I, I tell you what, I-, I would kill for a game like that. I would kill for a game like that. 
literally commit murder. I'm just kidding. Like, I, it's like, but I'm telling you, man, it has all, all of the marks of scope creep. And that's, I always get nervous. It's like, you're talking about this game, like, you have a vision that's too big for a game. Uh, God of War will not come out this year. <laughs> what? Nothing beats Arch Rivals, just straight punching people. <laughs> Arch Rivals was so dumb. There was a football game like that too. Where you could just like attack, you could just murder people on the field. What was that game called? It wasn't Blitz. There was another one. There was one where you just you could just murder people. You just tackle. You could tackle anybody. Oh, you're gonna try and catch the football? Tackle like. Oh, it felt so good. Pop my hip. If you're new and just tuning in, we have been debating the PS Game Pass and a lot of Microsoft Game Pass predictions about how PS Game Pass won't be as good, uh, PlayStation Plus and PS Now sort of combining. Which tier will you pick? We're one hour in on the poll. Essential, which is $9.99 a month, which is basically what a ton of people already have. 25% of people taking the poll are just going to stay there. Um, 12% are going to upgrade to the extra. 21% are going to go up to the premium and then 41%. So basically it's a 60-40 split. There's about 40% of you that are like, I, I don't even either own a PlayStation or I'm not interested in the PlayStation service. So we've had a very fiery debate. It's actually been very enjoyable. Uh, Mo knows I love him. So like I, I come at him full full steam. Like I, I get out I get out every cannon and, uh, and it's fun. Remember Base Wars? baseball with robots that could murder each other yeah and there was the one guy who like he had like the, he looked like Johnny Five Alive and he could like roll, he, wasn't he faster he had like the wheel and you could you'd want you'd want to use him to get on base and then there was like the really big guy that you would like try to use to get home runs all the robots were different I remember that freaking game by the way, if you want to subscribe to this channel, this is essentially a video game radio channel. It's called Reforge Gaming. Monday through Friday, I will be in your YouTube sub feed, so you can subscribe in confidence. Smash that like button as well. We've had a really strong turnout for this subject. We only need about 40 more likes to hit a like milestone of 300. Thank you for doing that. <coughs> Redfall's coming before Starfield, is it? I'm going to have to write down a timestamp because we got to do... Hang on a minute. Shoot. Um, we got it. We got another mic. I need to showcase this one's actually this one's actually solid. Pretty decent turnout today. Hate to see it. Hate to see you, Abe. <laughs> Did you guys see me curse at Abe yesterday? Did you guys catch that? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was kind of mad at myself after. I was like, Dad, gum it. <laughs> Dad, gum it. Uh, 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 uh. Where's this new microphone? Uh, oh, oh, here it is. Um, here it is. And it's the Q9. It's the Q9. Gotta pin this. Uh, toner. The toner Q9 can be purchased here dad gummit why does it do that i've never had have you ever had boxes in your browser do this you drag outside of the box and it closes the whole thing knifebot's dashboard does that it's so odd okay redfall doesn't have a date uh they only said summer 
As a Halo fan, please stop reminding me how much of a failure 343 is making me sad. <laughs> oh, golly. It makes all of us sad. It makes all of us sad. Like, as a gamer... As a gamer, I'm really sad. Isn't this amazing what I'm about to do? Watch this. All right, let me get a timestamp. One, we'll do this. It's not. This is such a bad idea. 131.30, all right? 131.30. So if you're looking for like a day-to-day microphone, okay? We did a toner microphone before that was more of like a desk sitting one, Skype calls, Zoom calls, things like that. They sent me another microphone. It comes with a boom and it comes with like the shock mount and it's the Q9. I'm going to give you a brief sample of it, okay? It's not going to sound like mine going through a mixer and a cloud lifter, but this is actually a very good sounding day-to-day USB microphone. Alright, so this is a microphone check of the Toner Q9 microphone. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. So that is what it'll sound like. Again, you're doing day-to-day calls. You're doing Skype calls, Zoom calls, things for business. You can use the toner microphone command, or I'm sorry, the toner command in chat, or use the toner link below. Uh, You can use the toner link below if you would like to check this microphone out. Uh, And that sounds like a newscaster. Way better than the other one they sent you. The other one they sent me is like is like the entrance level microphone. If you just want something that's not your webcam microphone, this one right now is $55 on Amazon. All right. It comes with the boom that you saw me pull it out on. It comes with a pop filter. I didn't use the pop filter. I don't like pop filters. But it comes with a pop filter and it comes with the foam that you put on top of it. And it is a USB plug and play microphone. So check out the link below uh, or use that toner command. Very um very affordable day-to-day microphone reporting remotely our man on the street lono yeah 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 it's not bad at all for a 55 dollars usb microphone you know what i mean you sounded farther away well necro it's not going to sound right in discord if you were listening in discord is that where you're listening yeah necro i I didn't switch mics in discord it's not possible i mean it is possible usbc uh it's just usb it has its own cable. It has its own cable. Guys, don't forget, there's a variety of ways to support the stream. If you want to become a paying member, you can click the join button, or you can use the join command. Um, you can use the join button or the join command to become a paying member. Five bucks a month gets you a badge and emotes, and it does support me directly. Also, consider buying some coffee. Uh, this is not a sponsor, by the way. We have a light roast and a dark roast. The light roast is probably the most drinkable because it's got balanced acidity and more caffeine because it's a light roast. The dark roast is just roasted up a little bit more. Still balanced acidity, but a, but a more full-bodied taste. Uh, if you've never tried our, our coffee, people in chat will tell you how good it is. A lot of people, this is all they drink now. So be warned, if you buy my coffee, uh, you're likely to keep buying it and only drink it. That's the way my wife is now. She only drinks our coffee. She doesn't go to the local places anymore. Also, I'm always wearing a shirt from 80s Tees. You can use the shirt command or go to 80stees.com. Just use code LONO for 30% off. A nice big discount. And then don't forget about the displays behind me. And my glasses are from Gunner Optics if you're looking for blue light blocking glasses. These are very comfortable. They're big. They're stylish. Uh, and I also have sunglasses that we don't show off as much. If you're looking for sunglasses, where did I set them? 
Where are they? If you're looking for sunglasses, they also sell sunglasses over at Gunners. And so these are the exact same frames, right? Just slightly tinted. Just slightly tinted if you want something like this. Uh, as well as I've got like blue reflective ones that look more like a mirror. So you can use the glasses command as well. The Mikey showcase is excellent for my D&D session. Thanks a bunch for that. I'll be checking it out. Yeah, no problem. Thank you to them. We're, we're glad to have sponsors. You know, we're glad to have sponsors and people paying for little segments like that. Certainly helpful to what we do here. Um, we will be diving back in Elden Ring this afternoon. Uh, let's check on, let me check on something. Stealth drops, uh, suck means have no faith in the marketing in it. Stealth drops. Stealth drops. What are you talking about? Um, my wife has finally burned through our remaining light rose. Glad I still have a bag of dark and three bags of Frickmas. Yeah, a lot of you guys stocked up on the Frickmas, so coffee sales have slowed a little bit. Uh, they have slowed down just a bit. Still using the Avermedia Boom or you switch back? Oh, I switch back. I don't even know what brand of Boom this is, but I switch back. The Avermedia Boom is a piece of garbage. Mm-mm. You gonna play Lego Star Wars? Yes. Stealth drop when they announce something and say it's available right now. Oh, who did a stealth drop? I don't understand. Um, JB says Abe gets under your skin more than Long got a gun. Long, his name was Long. Uh, guys breaking protocol on MW3 and Clan Wars. Oh golly, yeah, I got heated back then. Yeah, yeah, I snapped it. I snapped at Abe. I snapped at Abe. You know, the funny thing was, I didn't snap at Abe because I was that angry. I snapped at Abe because I hadn't been getting very angry. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I'd like been keeping it chill and been keeping it cool. And then like the first time I got irritated, like he said something. He's like, bro, he DM'd me to like say, hey, man, I, I wasn't watching it. You know, I, 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 <laughs> I'd only been in for about 45 minutes. Yeah, I got I got heated. I snapped at him real quick. It was a family is a family affair. All right, is a family fight. Is a family fight. <laughs> uh, Xbox Stealth drops a lot of their games. Tbh. I used a USB mic once. When I talked into it, people could hear me. That is that is man. That's a thrilling story. That is thrilling. It's like Stephen King wrote that. <laughs> Lono, will you do the Nakran main boss today? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Wait, what did I fight? What did I fight yesterday? That wasn't the Nokran main boss? That crazy, insane thing that I hated that did all the AoE attacks? If you guys are just tuning in, we talk about a lot of different things. We've spent about an hour and a half debating PS Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, like the, the PlayStation Plus update as they combine it with PS Now. And uh, it's been it's been really, really good. Uh, debating this with you guys this morning. We're also kind of asking the question. I'm curious what you guys think in chat. Are there too many gaming subscriptions out there, right? We cover variety gaming news here on this show. And uh, this one, this one, we, we shot out of a cannon, but unfortunately I think we're, I think the topic's running, 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 running out of steam. Running out of steam. There's only so much we can talk about. It was a really good debate though. It really, really was. I'm curious though, if we want to shift the debate a little bit, do you guys feel 
that uh, do you feel there is a, a rise in maybe too many uh, subscription services out there? Natural born of the void to you? Huh? Too many subscriptions, period. Too many games, but few quality games. The Noxtella main boss, Nokran, is where the mimic fight was. Too many subscriptions, period. Gaming and otherwise. Yeah, the market has shifted, right? If you want to watch every show, if you want to watch every movie. My wife and I right now are going to have to sign up for Paramount Plus because we started watching Star Trek The Next Generation and it's moving in two days to Paramount Plus. It's on Netflix right now. It's like, it's such a bummer. It's such an absolute bummer when something like that happens, especially when there's that many seasons. We're really enjoying it. Creature wants to know my general take on individual games getting a sub. So here's my thought on this, because like GTA Plus, uh, you know, did their thing. Call of Duty's considering doing one, you know. No, the coffee is not whole bean. It's pre-ground because we have to order it in bulk. So I get like 500 bags at my house at once. So we can't do like half full bean, half not, right? But then you'll get to watch Picard. We watched season one of Picard, so we're, we're going to finish Next Generation and then we'll dive into season two. Okay, so here's my thoughts on individual games doing subscriptions. Because PS Game Pass is, I think, in a similar vein. I'm applying similar logic here. So essentially... One of the things I said about the PS Game Pass, or whatever they're calling it, PS Plus Premium and Extra, I said that existing consumers would just upgrade because they would see the value, okay? I'm going to apply very similar logic here. If you're playing GTA Online regularly, the GTA Plus, like, six bucks a month thing, there will be so many people that just do it. Literally half of the GTA user base could be like, that's a ripoff, that's crap, and it wouldn't matter. If if 20% of their user base upgrades and does the $6 a month, that is a ridiculous amount of money. The same goes for, they do it in Fortnite, right? The crew. So the Fortnite has their battle pass, Fortnite has their cosmetics, and then Fortnite has the crew, which is like their extra subscription thing on top that you can do if you want, okay? The, the That is more than likely, that's probably absolutely crushing for them because you just have people that are like, yeah, I want everything. You're always going to have that, right? You're always going to have the people that are like, I want everything. I don't want to miss out on a single skin. I don't want to miss out on a single thing. I want every single thing that you have. And I think it works. So I think when you have an existing user base that's super faithful and super loyal, I don't think it's that hard to convince them to roll up into or to ramp up into something that they currently don't have. Right? So, you know what I'm saying? It's, I think, and that's why I was so harsh on the Sony thing. I was like, you understand that, like, there is so many, so many users on Sony's platform that are just going to, like, automatically do this. They're just going to automatically do it. They're not going to hesitate. 
They're not going to like, oh, well, I don't know, $5, $8. There's so many that are just going to automatically roll up into it. They're not going to, they're not even going to, they're not even going to wait. They're going to do it immediately. Money is all that matters, not integrity. We need to flesh that out. That's just a platitude. I don't know what you're saying. They need to make backwards compatibility free now that they're making games seventy dollars. I, I, it, backwards compatibility is is certainly I think a nice feature, but I don't think it's a requirement. I don't think it's a requirement. One and a half years, day and date will be a thing. Mo, you're starting to remind me of the guys that predict that the world will end. You just keep changing when it's going to (laughs) happen. You know what I mean? It's like, it'll be day and date when it comes out. And it's not. And you're like, it'll be in a year and a half. And then in a year and a half, you'd be like, it'll be in another year. Like, it's one of those things where eventually you'll be right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, eventually the world's going to end. And people are like, as the world's like burning up in a fire, the guy's going to be like, I told you so. Then he's torched, right? Like, sure, in four or five years, you keep pushing back the goalpost. Yeah, eventually they might say, hey, uh, you know, some of these some of these titles, some of these first party titles are going to start hitting uh, PlayStation Plus day one. And you're gonna be like, I told you like, yeah, but in 2022, you said it was going to be day and date at launch. And then you say it was going to be one and a half years. I always said one and a half years. No, you didn't. The last time we had this debate, you said, it'll be day and date, Lono. Trust, trust. It'll be day and date. And I said, no way. You said, if not, it'll be DOA. You said, if not, it'll be DOA. They need to host all those games on their servers, allow people to access and download them for free. Your implication, the implication you're making is that day and date will one day be inevitable. I'm not actually saying it'll be inevitable. I think Sony's I think Sony's business model is proven. I think it's been proven. I think thinking that they're going to do it in a year and a half is silly. Like that means Wolverine will be will be day and date. No way. No absolutely no way. Microsoft's worth 2.2 trillion. Sony's worth 133 billion. Whose model is better? Sony fanboys must be bored with terrible online service and five good single-player games. See, I always love when people compare Microsoft and they're like, they're worth $2.2 trillion. Really? How much of that is Xbox? Make a fair comparison or don't. That's not a fair comparison. <laughs> you know what I mean? That'd be like, that'd be like if Disney... They'd be like if Disney owned Sony and I'm like, Disney is worth... You know... Amazon's worth I'm like yeah how much is the purple platform worth like are you going to sit here and try and defend how much the purple platform is worth and how profitable it is because it isn't you're going to defend it with Amazon's net worth that's ludicrous like Microsoft I don't do that I'm not saying you do kill you just typed it in chat Microsoft's net worth compared to Sony's net worth has nothing to do with the debate we've been having Games division doesn't have access to Microsoft's total worth. Yeah, it's not. It's not even comparison. Either way, Spencer says Game Pass is profitable, but Sony says they can't do it profitably. Why is that? 
They didn't say they can't do it profitably. That's not what he said. You're twisting his words. Sony CEO said they have a virtuous cycle where they sell first-party titles that are extremely successful and they reinvest that into the studios. You can see that with the growth of Gorilla, Insomniac, right? And Rockstar. Some of them have come close to doubling in size because of their success and because of this virtuous cycle. The CEO Jim Ryan said putting those titles day on their launch date, on their subscription service, would break that virtuous cycle. And I think that he is correct. You're talking about a massive, disrupting a massive massive revenue uh, funnel. A massive revenue funnel just disrupting it. Why? Because people think Microsoft is actually competitive in the subscription realm. They're not because their user base is smaller. He can't do it because they don't have the money to do it. Again, that that is such a ludicrous claim. Look at the money and the profitability of their of their of what they're doing and how they've reinvested that money into growing the studios. And in the next breath trying to say they don't have the money to do it. Again, you're just your bias is making you say things that don't even make sense. They don't have the money to do it. Look at how much they've reinvested in the studios and how much the studios have grown. That's proof that what you're saying is absolutely ludicrous. Translation can't afford to do it. No, no. See, you're just being uncharitable and dishonest now. No. When a company takes their money and says, we're not going to invest in this. We're going to invest in that. You can't say, yep, they can't afford it. No. They've invested their money differently. If I gave you a million dollars and you invested it in natural gas and then I came back and said you can't afford to invest in coal no what do you mean we can't afford it we invested in something different that doesn't even make any sense that doesn't even make any sense they invested in the studios it's an economic system that says we make all this money we reinvest in the studio quality of the content goes up increases sales right like horizon forbidden west will probably sell more than zero done right this the virtuous cycle is working so to turn around like oh they can't afford it that's dishonest that's not a fair representation of what's going on poor sony can't afford to put their games day and date on game pass no they've established an economic business reality that you can't disrupt you can't disrupt that just because Microsoft users think that the Game Pass is that competitive. That's what's so funny is the only people that think this are the Microsoft fans. Nobody else thinks this. There's not a business analyst out there that's saying this. There's nobody in the industry saying this. It's just people that are really big fans of Microsoft, which is exactly why the argument is so suspect. Same goes for Sony. They're still not on Microsoft's level. I get it, Sony sells more games and more consoles. Microsoft sells a service that is far superior. Microsoft's looking long-term. That's why they're worth 10 times Sony. Microsoft is not worth 10 times that Sony is in the gaming environment. That is, again, you're being underhanded. That is such an underhanded way to argue. 
you can't take Microsoft's net worth and act like that's the Xbox division. That's underhanded and it's a misrepresentation of reality. Microsoft's net worth has no has nothing to do what the frick has nothing to do with this Microsoft keeps acquiring studios while offering day and date stuff I don't think Nadella would greenlight those multi-billion dollar acquisitions if there wasn't profit in sight okay this is why this gets so tough alright this is why they get so this gets so tough I can say in one breath that Microsoft's strategy is actually quite brilliant and that Microsoft has a ridiculous amount of money to throw around and their weight and their strength in the industry will be, I think, most noticeable in probably about five to ten years. And it's actually a quite brilliant plan to blur the line between console and PC and to create a large ecosystem. I can say that and then in the next breath be like, Sony's subscription service is not even competing with them. Their user base is absolutely insanely larger than Xbox's user base if a frat like oh they will have more people on the PS plus funnel than Microsoft has on game pass by the end of this year and then what are you gonna say all these claims come from those who uh, come from those and look who followed Sony I don't know what you mean PlayStation is in debt because of the parent Sony, but Xbox is profitable because of the parent Microsoft. What is Microsoft's gaming division net worth? It's negative. Yeah, they're in the red. That division is not... It's, it's, it's been a loss for Microsoft. It's at a loss right now. They're, I think they've even been honest about that in interviews. I think I think literally the gaming division is considered a loss leader right now. They're just trying to fill the funnel with users, and it'll be pro- the the goal is to be profitable in like X number of years. It's like the Epic Game Store front, like Epic's Game Store front is not profitable. They're investing all the money now, hoping to be profitable in like seven years or something like that. Like they they were in there was an interview about the Epic's Game Store. billion generated last year for Xbox. Is that revenue generated or profit? So they 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 generated 16.2 billion, but is that profit or is that just revenue generated? Trust me, I understand that. I just like bagging on Sony fanboys because I hear it from my friends on Sony all the time. Enjoy your games whenever you play. Great discussion. Yeah, like... That's my issue, is I think both platforms are doing amazing things, and I think most of what I read today was just illogical things stated that just, like, they can't afford it. That's not true. This is DOA. How is that true? Microsoft, the Xbox division is profitable and a high-growth business. VG Charts. PlayStation is 46% of the console gaming industry. 100% that's their strategy. It's a lost leader, and they want to build the user base uh, of their vision uh, uh, to be the Netflix of games. 20 years of running red with a few quarters of profitability, but they have the strategy. 
Profit is, is a made-up number. Revenue is much more flat out and a better comparison. Gotta go have a good stream. Thanks, Shadow. Uh, VG, uh, VG, VG charts, bro. VG charts is clickbait. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that, that, that source. Microsoft is a wealthy parent that will support their kids' business regardless of the business outcome because the money is available. I think they see the games division as being profitable long term. That's why they're dumping money into it. We need five more likes for 300 likes. Let's roll the likes over. Just woke up, what did I miss? Just a debate about the different strategies between Microsoft and Xbox. If you're just tuning in, we've been discussing the PS Game Pass and PlayStation Plus sort of absorbing PS Now. We've been comparing it to the Xbox Game Pass. If you want to chime in in the chat or take the take the poll at the top of the chat, make sure and hit subscribe. Uh, it's been a pretty lively debate. Yo, it's good, Silent Magician. Xbox almost died. Microsoft kept them because of Phil and his plans. I mean, I think Phil Spencer's great, and I think Microsoft's got a good strategy, but I, I don't I don't think their their strategy is proven, and I certainly don't think it's any of it's an indictment of Sony. That was the main that was my main pushback today. It's like nothing you're saying is an indictment of Sony. Sony's got so many users. They will have more people in their subscription funnel than Microsoft does by the end of this year. There's no doubt in my mind. They will boast larger numbers. Why? They have more people. It's not it's not even a fair race. Fine, here isn't V charts. The Verge. Let me see if I can pull it up in my history. Because I didn't let it I didn't let the, the article load. I don't like clicking on articles when I'm on my streaming rig especially ones that don't load right away. That Verge one didn't load right away. It just sat there. Right there it goes. Hang on. <clears throat> Microsoft would like to remind you the Xbox definitely makes money. Xbox hardware doesn't turn a profit alone. The gaming business is a profitable and high-growth business for Microsoft, says a Microsoft spokesperson. Well, that means it's true. The console gaming business is traditionally a hardware subsidy model. Game companies sell consoles at a loss to attract new customers. Profits are generated in-game sales and online service subscriptions. Uh, I asked Microsoft whether it truly makes any margins on hardware alone, but the company didn't respond. Typically, Microsoft and Sony subsidize hardware at the beginning of a console's life cycle, but those early component costs tend to decrease over time. Uh, A teardown analysis of the Xbox One S, for example, revealed an estimate bill of materials of $324, which is $75 less than the $399 launch price of the 2TB version of the console back in 2016. Microsoft also launched a diskless version two years ago, which presumably also sold at a loss. Sony and Microsoft have similar business models for PlayStation and Xbox consoles, but Nintendo is the exception. In court documents, Microsoft estimates the hardware is generating a loss for Sony, but a profit for Nintendo. That's backed by Nintendo's impressive 84.5 million Switch sales this year up to March 31st. Um, 
There's nothing factual here, homie. This is nothing but a, a, a headline. Microsoft would like to remind you it definitely makes money, and a spokesperson saying, we make money. There's no proof here. There's no facts. There's no evidence. He's simply saying profits are generated in game sales and on online subscriptions. He's basically telling you how they make money, but he's not saying how much they made. He's not saying how profitable they are. This article says nothing. No facts, no evidence, no stats. There's, there's nothing here that establishes what kind of profitability they're making with their gaming division. Microsoft doesn't release Game Pass numbers. This is so there's no influence on their stock. Pretty sure Nintendo is the only one who doesn't sell hardware at a loss, at least in the first few years of a generation. That is such a market advantage. That's insane to me to sell hardware and not sell it at a loss. Just my honest opinion. The only thing good about Game Pass is the fact that uh, they have cloud play so I could try it out for five minutes before I say no. Last few years, they've seen profit. That does not mean the division as a whole has been profitable. Yeah, it's a long-term strategy. Like, it's not... We're not slamming them to say that it's not been profitable. That's not slamming them and saying it's a failure. Many business models start that way. They start in a non-profitable margin, and then they and then they work their way towards being profitable. Right? Like, that's not a slam. That's not a slam. That's a super, that's like a super common thing to say. Like, yeah, they're not profitable. They sell things at a loss. They lose money on certain things. Like, that's that's like a totally normal, non-controversial thing to say. We're not slamming them. We're simply saying that, like, you, and the reason that we're saying it, and see, this is why we're getting lost on all these red herrings. When someone comes in and says, Microsoft's net worth is more than Sony's, it's like, that has nothing to do with the mar- with the gaming divisions. It has nothing to do with the gaming divisions. Who do you think is more profitable? Microsoft or Sony? Within the gaming realm. Who do you think generates more money? To think that Sony doesn't generate more money and more profit than Microsoft is to literally ignore basic facts of how many consoles are in circulation like it's not again you can look at Microsoft's net worth and tout that all you want that has nothing to do with the net worth and the profitability of the gaming division of Microsoft it's not proven yet it's going to take time that doesn't mean it won't be proven I actually think it will be proven that's the thing that's funny about this is I used to get so much crap from Sony fanboys for making this prediction I always said, Microsoft is a sleeping giant. Microsoft is a sleeping giant. Keep your eye on Microsoft. They're going to rise out of the water and everyone's going to be like, what the frick is this? How they do that? How they get so many users? How they, how do they, how are they, how are they becoming a dominant force in the marketplace? I've always made that prediction. That's not like a new, a new concept for me, but I'm pushing, I'm just pushing back against really bad arguments that are being made, like really bad arguments about 
you know how Microsoft or Sony or this or that or comparisons or or or, or competitive like oh they'll have this they'll have that blah 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 no it, my, my, Microsoft and Sony are not competing in the subscription realm like at all the total number of people who will potentially who will potentially bump up and and do and be on this this what is basically a PS Game Pass the number of people that will do it is is going to be is going to outweigh those on Game Pass by the end of the year. Why? They have way more market share. It's just, it's simple. Seven months from Drifter Body Pillow. Keep it up, my dude. Love these discussions. Thank you. Microsoft generates more money. The Xbox division generates less or close to Sony's. The argument cracks me up. People only separate MS, uh, Microsoft and Xbox or Sony PlayStation when it fits the narrative. I mean, I'm not doing that. I'm simply saying, if we're talking base profitability here, Microsoft's not in the same position that Sony is right now, but the PlayStation is. Even Microsoft buying Activision said it will be below Sony on gaming revenue. Microsoft said that. Yeah, they literally admitted to that. That's right. That's right. They admitted to that. Like Sony is a heavy is just a heavyweight and they're they're going to be in the top 3 with them or whatever they said. They're going to join them in the top 3 after after buying Blizzard Activision. <laughs> like not you the chat. Okay. Yeah, like Microsoft's literally going to buy Blizzard Activision and that's going to put them up there in the top 3 with Sony. That should give you a picture for how big Sony is in the gaming market. <clears throat> Microsoft's biggest moneymaker is about to become Call of Duty on PlayStation. (laughs) It's funny because it's true. Is third in revenue, 10 cents number one. Microsoft will be third after acquiring Blizzard Activision. It doesn't have them yet. Doesn't have them yet. So, again... When you want to tout, when you want to tout, like, you know, here, here's the, here, you know, here's Microsoft's net worth. It's like, they're, they're, they, they, they literally, (laughs) they literally aren't even in the top right now until they own Blizzard Activision. That should tell you how large Sony actually is in the gaming world. Ironic thing is, if Call of Duty makes money for them, they won't care. Well, no, that's ROI. I mean, every every red cent that hits ROI is good. It's the whole business model. It's important. I get Sony has more successful gaming industry right now, but it won't last because Microsoft has the better vision, in my opinion. And there's a world where that could be true. There's a world where that could be true. And here's why I don't think it's going to come true, Okay. Number one, the main reason that that might become true is because of the PC market. It has nothing to do with the Xbox or Xbox hardware. The only way Microsoft has a better vision and ends up being more profitable and larger, whatever you want to say, the only way that happens is because of their their integration with the PC market. Because the PC market's about to just continue. Well, not about to. It's already... And its growth patterns will continue. Okay, so that's the world, and that's the engine that will take Microsoft to uh, a really, really crazy, uh, you know, m- m- market dominance. Okay. However, <clears throat> however, 
To say the old business model is fading is to ignore facts. Mo just said the old business model is fading. Sony is standing tall proving that axiom and that claim false. How is the old model fading? How? Simply because simply because Microsoft is moving away from it? Nintendo's not. Nintendo's not moving away from it. So, so Nintendo and Sony are proving that the old model works just fine. They're selling first-party big-name titles at full price, and they're crushing. They are crushing. The old model isn't going anywhere. And here's, here's the absolute, undeniable, amazing safety net trampoline that Sony can always bounce off of with every title they release. Porting it to PC. They can literally port to the fastest growing platform in gaming right now and and then they can make more money on all of their titles. That's why they're leaning into the PC market. So Sony's adapting to the market change in a different way. Do you see what I'm saying? If anything, Sony has the opportunity to potentially catch Nintendo by by continuing to shove their titles to PC. As the PC market grows, that rising tide will lift that ship. So that means there's just more potential purchases of all of their properties as time goes on. So the, 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 the PC market growing and Sony seeing that market growing, that's actually how they're adapting to the market. So they're adapting to the market in a different way. Oh, and they literally just announced how they're they're adapting to the subscription market model. Yesterday. Do you see what I'm saying? So, this idea that like Sony's being a stick in the mud and they're going to get left behind in the dust, how? They have the largest user base, they generate the most money. Their studios are 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 growing in size at a really really great rate, and now they're kicking games over to PC. And they just launched their subscription service information. They announced it. I'm sorry. The subscription service goes live in, live in June. How is Sony not adapting to the market? Not only are they adapting to the market, they're adapting to the market while being on top. Well, it, well I mean, Nintendo's on top. But like... Top three publishers are Tencent, Sony, PlayStation, and Nintendo. Right. Like, Nintendo and PlayStation are up there at the top. And Microsoft's going to join and edge out somebody to be top three once they acquire Blizzard Activision. To everyone here touting Microsoft's net worth without factoring the split between gaming and other services, so the Purple Platform's net worth is tied to Amazon? Yeah, I said the same thing. The same uh, same people claim uh, Purple is broke. By that logic, they're fine. Yeah, I don't think Purple's broke. I just don't think their model is profitable. I think they're I think they're I think they're in a bad bad way in 10 years. I think Purple's going to have a talent drought. And I I think the I think the money I think the money's going to slow. I think the money's already in a bad place. When you're when your biggest streamers are loss leaders, that's a terrible that is an that's a terrible terrible business model. It's a unidimensional monetization model. Can't it can't survive because it can't adapt. I, I don't see it. I don't see it surviving ten years. YouTube's YouTube's able to adapt to all the new trends and all the new monetization models, and Purple can't. So I don't know. I I, I know I have a dog in that fight, but if that's true, Pop Amazon can't save them. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Purple's salvageable. I don't. 
they didn't invest in the right things they invest in too many monetization uh innovations they didn't they did not invest in uh in a a non-unidimensional monetization model it's just it's all live gotta be 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 live and i just i don't think that works long term though goes through a similar generation shift that cable went through this idea of like i don't always want to watch live i can't always be around live and the vods are annoying because they have too many ads in them and I, I just don't know. There, there's too many. There's too many factors that make that platform extremely volatile. And all it's going to take is is your is your biggest earners to stream less. Like, that's all it takes. That's how sensitive the model is. Like that's how sensitive the model is. Is biggest is your biggest streamer streaming less? Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why they're looking into the 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 adult content? Because that'll save them. Amazon won't save them. Foot streams will save them. And if you think I'm joking, I'm not. I am absolutely being 100% serious. The purple platform will be saved by adult content. Write that down. Put that on your refrigerator. Mature 18 mark streams that are that are foot focused, you know, adult focused, body focused, that will save that platform. Because they don't make enough in ad revenue, they're going to have to divert. They're going to have to divert to a uh, to the to the user monetization model because the ad revenue is not working for them. And so, what they'll start doing is, is they'll save all that money that they've been investing in, like Overwatch League and all this other stuff. They'll start saving all that money and they'll invest it in in technology. They'll invest it in the uh, the mature content. It's coming. It's coming. That platform is about to go through an evolution. I'm telling you, it's coming. There is, there is no model that saves them. If you Think about it. Think about it. If your model is unidimensional and you have to be live to make money, what's the best way to make money in that market? It ain't video games. It's, 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 it's adult content. That's the way forward. And, they're gonna, and they're, if, they're, if they're smart enough, they'll, they'll brilliantly skirt the line and they'll call it mature. They won't call it you know, XXX or porn or whatever. They'll classify it as mature they're going to try and land in some gray area where they don't have to be classified as a pornography site. I feel stupid. What's purple? The other streaming platform. I don't like saying their name. <clears throat> Sony's revenue worldwide by fiscal, Microsoft's revenue by fiscal. I'm trying to, I'm trying to look at these graphs here. Where's the gaming on? Oh, computer and gaming hardware is the purple bar. I don't even see the purple bar on the graph. The final graph is personal computing, productivity of business, and intelligent cloud. I don't even see gaming on the bar. And then when you look at the gaming bar, game and network services for Sony, it's a huge chunk. Foot streams will save purple. Lono, 330.22. My man! <laughs> Noberto. That's right, dude. That's right. It's coming. It's coming, baby. Footstreams. Footstreams gonna save purple.
I live in Japan. You cannot find Xbox even sold within 75 miles of my house. You have to go to a big city or special order it. Yeah, the, Microsoft's trying to break into the Asian market because traditionally they haven't been able to. They turned gaming into the personal computer stuff. Yeah, like why did the bars switch in 2014? So they're all they're all lumping it in. That seems kind of. I don't know. That seems kind of suspect. That seems kind of suspect. You know what I'm saying? To be like, yeah, well, gaming is now lumped in with uh, productivity and uh, and business. <laughs> what? Or per- personal computing? That seems kind of stupid. A PSN Plus has 40 million monthly subscriptions. To me, it boils down to who do I trust more to provide games of the highest quality. In the last 10 years, the PlayStation wins the gaming industry uh, for in-home consoles. Because they had to hide the number from investors who were trying to force a sale of the gaming division. Oh, really? That's why I think these conversations are so funny. It's like, so you think they were almost forced to sell the gaming division and because the investors were like, it's not making enough money. And y'all are sitting here trying to act like Microsoft's the king. Like, come the frick on. The emperor has no clothes. Verbal platform is already heavily relying on suggestive adult ASMR content. They're the... They're only a stone's throw away from becoming P-Hub. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, it, we, we did a great episode on Reforge Radio about that yesterday with, uh, with Ruby True. She's a purple platform uh, ambassador, and we didn't really dive deep into it, but we touched on that on how like that's that's coming, that's coming. Like when we were planning the show and doing like a pre-interview, her and I talked about that. We talked about how like we we talked about how there's a lot of there's like so much gray. Um, there's so much gray in the new the new proposed TOS that um, they're gonna just open up an absolute can of worms, um, like a ma- a massive massive can of worms. Like I don't think they realize the gray area, the Pandora's box that they're potentially opening of like what's gonna end up on their uh, on their platform. They were dying, I said. Phil saved the Xbox. Yeah, but but that's it's kind of like declaring bankruptcy and then acting like well, we'll be okay because we declared bankruptcy. Like you know what I'm saying? Like Phil sort of saving the ship, putting things back in the right order, and giving them a build trajectory. You have to see where you are right now. That's why I've always said they're down. You know, in the in the innings right now, it's like a baseball game. Sony's got more points, point, more runs on the board. And and that doesn't mean Xbox can't score a late game, but right now this the the swagger with which people talk about Microsoft is like, what the frick are you talking about, bro? Like they're not in a great spot. They're in a rebuild. They have a trajectory of growth, but they're not above Sony. They're not they're not they're not disrupting the market at all. Not yet. That's that's why I just took issue with so many of the arguments. It's like I don't understand. Sony doesn't even have to consider Microsoft in the equation. 
They don't. Where's Michael Scott? I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> Uh, what have they done in the last 18 months I want to hear some success stories on Xbox exclusive titles that have landed in the last 18 to 24 months I don't know if that's necessarily a fair question though because you can't buy a, a company and immediately turn out a game what we what we know about game development they need two to three more years I think that's fair. I'm not being an apologist when I say that. I can name five for Sony off the top of my head. Can't Google one for Xbox. Yeah, Sony's ahead of the curve, though. That's not. It's not a fair comparison. Like, I'm not an apologist, and that's not a fair comparison. It's going to take a couple years. They bought the companies. It's going to take a while. Takes time, Lono. I never said it, it didn't. I said they were better and have a better strategy, and PS Plus is DOA. Yeah, which is insane to say in light of everything we just talked about. Microsoft almost sells its gaming division. They're on a trajectory of growth. Sony is kicking the crap out of them, but PS Plus is DOA. They have a larger potential, they have a larger user base, which means they will immediately have more people in the funnel. So why would it be DOA? Why? Like it's just it's it's just so illogical. It's like, you go from like a logical reason position of like, yeah man, gaming division was in a bad way, they had to bring, you know, Phil Spencer comes in, they don't sell the gaming division, they have a pretty good plan and trajectory of growth, and because their plan might pay off big, Sony's plan's DOA. What? The Game Pass ecosystem strategy's not even proven itself yet. It's gonna take four to five years to prove itself. It's not proven. It is not a proven concept. It could. And even if it does, it means nothing about... It has nothing to do with the PlayStation system. Or or the PlayStation subscription system. Did Tunic do well? I don't know. It was indie, though. It was an indie title. They had game studios before they purchased these current studios. What were they doing? I, I, I don't know. I don't have all of Microsoft's own studios in my mind right now. You know, Sea of Thieves continues to do stuff. I, I don't. I have no idea what kind of a moneymaker that is. Uh, and then a lot of their indie games, you know, kept cranking out good stuff. But as far as big name titles, big name companies... PS Plus has 58 million subscribers off the bat. They're not in the losing position. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, how is it DOA? They had five studios. The only thing Xbox doing better uh, is services, and PS will close the gap with Spartacus. They had five studios before 2018. What And what are those five studios doing? Because... This year and next year is when you would hope those studios would start cranking out games. Halo, Sea of Thieves, and Hellblade are Xbox's claim to fame right now. 
Yeah, I would really be curious to see Sea of Thieves player base numbers because the Steam numbers aren't, aren't, they don't look very good. Right? The Steam numbers do not look very good. But again, that, you know, Xbox numbers could be healthy. Same thing with Halo Infinite, right? The Steam numbers do not look very good. But the Xbox numbers could be very healthy. Most played Microsoft games. Look at all those Microsoft titles performing well on their own platform. Wait. So the top Microsoft played titles are Fortnite, Call of Duty, Elden Ring, Apex, Grand Theft Auto, Roblox, Destiny, Rainbow Six Siege, NBA 2K, Madden NFL. Oh, there's Forza. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, Halo's down there beneath Call of Duty, Rocket League, and Minecraft. It's right above... Grand Theft Auto Online is probably mostly PlayStation, right? Same for PlayStation? What? What do you mean? No. Have you looked at any of the sales numbers? I don't know if Sony does the most played thing, but if you look at the sales numbers, no. Sony's first party titles are absolutely insane. Like, Miles Morales is like... Somehow continuing to be like one of the most purchased games every month, like across the board. Sony's... uh, PlayStation's most played game was Call of Duty. Right, right, right. Okay, so take Call of Duty off the table. Let's take Call of Duty off the table. PlayStation Store's top downloads of 2021 is NBA, Call of Duty Vanguard. Okay, then there's Miles Morales. Then there's NFL 22, Battlefield. Ratchet and Clank. So that's two in the top ten. MLB, Resident Evil. Was that a PlayStation? Depending on where you go. Yeah, in in EU, Kana Bridge of Spirits is in the top is in the top seven. So Kana was a uh, was a, was a PlayStation title. Was Resident Evil Village a, a PlayStation title? Most downloaded and most played. Yeah, I mean that's the problem is I don't know if PlayStation does a most played list, so we are kind of comparing two different metrics. Village was on Xbox. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking publisher though. Who is the publisher? Because sometimes people, you know, some of these guys in chat will claim like Deathloop's a Microsoft game. So if they're going to do that, we, you know, <laughs> we, we can claim anything, anything Sony publishes. I, I was asking, I, I know it was on multiple platforms. I was asking, are they, are, were they the publisher? Xbox fans believe the U.S. market is all there is. There's only 300 million people in the U.S. The rest of the world buy PlayStation consoles. I think that is the one element of this discussion that always gets lost, is just how insanely dominant Sony is outside of the West, and that's where the end of, that's like the end of the discussion. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the end of the discussion. Like, the minute you compare market saturation, it's like, 
Microsoft's not impressive like at all. Are they doing are they doing well? Sure. Are they a good company? Do they offer great value? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Do they compete globally? Not at all. Not even remotely. To be fair, Deathloop's a Microsoft property at this point, at least. Right, that just gets ridiculous. We were talking about first-party titles. Deathloop's not a first-party title. So, I was being cheeky. Like, people always claim Deathloop's a Microsoft title. Okay, sure, whatever. They own the property. It's not a first-party title. We were comparing first-party titles like Forza and Halo, not even in top 10, you know. Well, no, Forza was top 10. You know, like, one first-party title being in top 10. I don't think that, and I still feel Microsoft is better. They are slowly taking that as well. There's no evidence to show that Microsoft is 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 turning a tide in the in the global market. You know, it is. You can't call it a first party title if you can get it on other platforms. That's ludicrous. Like that's not what the term means. Like a first party title is that's it it's the only place you can get it when we use the first party title colloquialism we're referring to games like Spider-Man and Ratchet and Clank and Halo you can't get it on the other platforms like Halo exists on the Microsoft ecosystem it's a first party title just because you own the property doesn't make it like oh it's a Microsoft title okay okay. but it, it, it as far as like sales and saturation goes what, what are, you gonna, are you gonna count PlayStation sales from Microsoft like that doesn't even make any sense first party yeah generally first party meaning like they own it publish it and put it on their platform right like to be like oh they bought Deathloop after Deathloop came out or oh they bought this developer after this game came out yep it's a Microsoft title now like it just becomes again that's just everybody that's just you that's just like you peeing on something like you're like trying to claim property it's like that's a worthless we're not having a discussion you're not saying anything that's tangible within the realm of the conversation like as far as the global market and as far as subscription services are designed and as far as Sony's competitive edge Microsoft buying Deathloop is just like it's again it's just you peeing on something like a dog like I'm gonna go pee on this this is Microsoft's this is Microsoft's this is ours who the frick cares when nobody's talking about that we're not talking about companies being bought and property being owned we're talking about comp- competition in the market it, it, it doesn't hold any sway over the discussion to be like well Microsoft owns this now well, who the frick cares that's not what we've been debating They put money into it. It's their title. No, they didn't. Deathloop was done by De- Deathloop was paid for and produced and finished after they bought it. That's not true. Microsoft invested nothing in Deathloop. That is that is false. This is again why I take issue with these claims because then you sneak in stuff like that. That's why it was delayed. Oh come on! That game was basically done when they bought that company. Are you serious? Did they funnel more money into the project or did they buy the company? That's not, that's not why the game was delayed. Every single game was delayed. Every game was delayed. What are you even talking about?
First party means that the publisher is the platform provider. Deathloop was already in production when Microsoft bought Bethesda. That's what I mean. Like, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything in the discussion. Ghostwire Tokyo is a one-year exclusive for PS, as with Deathloop. It was delayed because they had to rework uh, the credits and the legal disclaimers. That's I don't know if that's the only reason they delayed, though. I thought they were actually having issues. It was delayed like a year and some change. Plenty of games were delayed for a year and some change. It has. It, it's not necessarily because of that. Same with Ghostwire Tokyo. Where are you getting this information? So Ghostwire Tokyo was delayed, and then Microsoft came in and gave them money. Do you have any proof of that claim? Yeah, they were all delayed because of the sicky. The sicky caused all those delays. Not Microsoft saving the day. Hey, we'll give you some money. We know your project's bad. It's our game now. Like, what? They, they, they bought the rights. They own the game. They didn't help pay for it. The cloud gaming is Xbox key to global market, but they have to do a better job localizing the games. Yeah, it just like what Eugene's saying. It just feels intellectually dishonest to keep crediting Microsoft for these freaking games. It just doesn't even make it. It doesn't even make any sense. It's like the games were already in development, already planned, already scoped out, had their budgets, and then they delayed because of the sicky. The global situation with the sicky. All these games get delayed, but it just so happens that the titles that Microsoft bought, they paid for those games and helped them launch none of the other games that delayed only the games that Microsoft bought again it just feels so bias laden it's not fact based did Microsoft actively fund the production of those games no they bought the rights to them it's not the same thing it's not the same thing it just causes confusion We're not even being clear when we make these claims. My biggest fear is Xbox is going the way of EA Madden. When EA was threatened by NFL 2K, instead of making a better product, they monopolized the NFL license. If Xbox tries that, it'll hurt gaming. There's a lot of people that are concerned about that. They bought them. Seems intellectually dishonest to say they can't claim them. It's intellectually dishonest to say that I said that. I didn't say that. I didn't say they can't claim them. I never once said that. I said it has no sway in the discussion. We've been discussing the competitive market with respect to subscriptions between Sony and Microsoft. And I said it, it, it's, it's factually true, but it has no sway on the discussion. That's what I said. And then I took issue with claims of they funded the game because that's not true. I never once said they can't claim them. I said claiming them is superfluous to the discussion. It has no sway on the discussion. Like, like Microsoft's winning some kind of a fight by going around and buying up games. H- how? I can play the game on my Sony. So what did that do to Sony's competitive edge in the market? What? What? What did, what did, what did Microsoft gain by buying Deathloop or Ghostwire Tokyo that hurt Sony's competitive edge? Tell me right now. I want to know. Because if it has sway on the discussion, connect the dots. I'm asking you to do something that I know you can't do. I, I'm being, I'm being like, 
somewhat facetious. You can't do it. It, it. it gave them no competitive edge. You can get the game on the PlayStation. We've been discussing the competitive edge. Like, do they, is their subscription service DOA? Is Sony in competition with Microsoft? That's been the big discussion. So you want to tout them buying Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. Guess what? I can play them on my PlayStation. There's no competitive edge there. It's still a first-party studio. But again, in the general gaming colloquialisms, people don't say that. A first-party game and a first-party studio will be when those companies make a title just for Xbox. Nobody talks like this. It's a first-party title. I can play it on my PlayStation. Yeah, well, what I mean is this. Well, then don't say that because that's not how anybody understands the term. I wasn't saying first-party studio. I was saying first-party titles, Mo. It's not a first-party title. You th- th- That term makes no sense. Yeah, it's a first-party title. I-, I can play it on my PlayStation. That doesn't make any sense. That's, that's a nonsensical statement. Halo is a first-party title. Why? It's limited to the Microsoft ecosystem. God of War is a first-party title. Oh, but it's getting ported to PC. A PC port doesn't negate the fact that it's a first-party title. Just like Microsoft having Halo on PC doesn't make it a first-party title. When we use first-party title, we don't refer to games that you can play on other consoles. That doesn't make any sense. Like, no one would no one would call any of these games first party. Like, Fallout is not a first party Microsoft title. It's not. You can play it anywhere. Now, if they launch Fallout 5 on Xbox only, that's a first party title. First party means the publisher owns the dev making the game. In but when people say first party title, that is not what they mean. That's not what they mean. Nobody says first-party title when referring to a game that's available on every platform but owned by a particular publisher. No one does that. You see what I'm saying? It's confusing. If you want to talk about the, the oh, it's a first-party developer, it is now. Do you, do you like? Let me explain why this is so confusing. So confusing. Up until like two years ago, this wasn't a reality. No one ever said first party title, first party publisher, or first party developer and had to make this like this caveat. Why? Because this wasn't happening. They weren't buying up these companies like this. It's a new reality. So you can't retrofit the term. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? You can't retrofit the term. The terminology was born at a time where this wasn't happening. Oh, yeah, that title that you play on your PlayStation? Yeah, Microsoft owns that now. Huh? What? That, 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 that's, that's a new reality. That, that's, that's a new reality. Up until now, if you said first-party title, you didn't have to qualify it because this wasn't happening. Microsoft buying Bethesda, and when they successfully buy Blizzard Activision, or when they bought... Who made Deathloop? Arcane? Arcane? Yeah. When they bought them, like... That's so confusing because it's like, oh, it's a first-party title. What What do you mean? I can buy it on my PlayStation. How is it a first-party title? NBCTM with a $5 tip. Do you think Microsoft-owned Bethesda will still release on PS and how does that affect the first-party model? They'll only launch things outside of the Microsoft ecosystem if there was, a, if there was an agreed-upon contract. 
Psychonauts 2 is a first party game for Xbox Microsoft because Microsoft owns the studio who made the game. Oh my gosh. Black Superman, I love you, but that just doesn't make any sense. Within the history of that, within the history of that term, it doesn't make any sense. It's so confusing. I guarantee you, you go to a hundred gamers and you say that, and they're gonna be like, what? What do you mean it's first party? I can play it everywhere. I can play it on my PlayStation. So by your argument, God of War is no longer first party because you can play it on Steam. No, because it's still owned by Sony and they're putting it in their own marketplace on Steam. It's still their property. It's still it's still within their ecosystem. Porting a game to PC doesn't negate the fact that it's still their property and they're still putting it within their ecosystem. Just like Microsoft doing the same thing, right? Halo is a first party title and it exists within the Microsoft ecosystem and you can get it on PC. Like... That's also a new a new thing, a new caveat. So it is. It's confusing. It's like, well, yeah, it's a first party title, and then two, you know, eighteen months to twenty four months later, it's available on PC in the in the Sony Steam marketplace. It's still in the Sony ecosystem. It's still a first party Sony title, but to call something first party from Microsoft that I can download and play on my PlayStation is just confusing because traditionally we've never done that. It's a brand new reality to be like, well, yeah, it's a first party title, but dot, 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 dot. Uh, it's exclusive to Sony for a year, and yet it's, an ex- it's, it's a first party Microsoft title. What? MLB's on Xbox, but it's a first party title? I don't think I, but, but I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't use that term because that's freaking confusing. That's so freaking confusing. If it's available on all platforms, then it doesn't make any sense to call it a first-party title. It's just confusing. You're technically right, but we're not having clear communication. The boundaries changed. Think of it like, can developers release a game on another system without overheads having to sign off? I'm not sure what you mean. I don't think it's confusing. MLB isn't first-party. Yeah, MLB isn't first party. Those devs aren't owned by Sony, are they? I'm not saying that you're being factually incorrect. I'm saying three years ago, no one would ever dream that this is what the term meant. Because if you said it's a first party title, everybody knew what you meant. Halo's a first party title. Why? It's only available on the Xbox. They own the dev. They own the property, right? Horizon Zero Dawn's a first-party title. What does that mean? It's only available on that platform. They own the game. They own the property. It, you see what I'm saying? We, we th- this term wasn't was was not born in where it's being used now, and that's why it's confusing. Oh, the show is owned by Sony. The team that makes NL- MLE the show is a Sony team. MLB is a special case. It's a first-party game, but MLB has IP control, not Sony. Oh. Mm. I would argue that the title being exclusive to the platform is more important than who owns the developer. Yeah, Sony doesn't own the IP. They own the dev. MLB owns the IP, so it's like a weird... So it can't be first-party. It can't be first party because you see what I'm saying? They don't even own the IP. They can't dictate where it goes. You can't call it first party. This is why these terms are so important, man. (laughs) 
this is why these terms are so important man I, i'm telling you like it just gets it just gets confusing it, it just gets super super confusing to 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 be to be technically and factually accurate but confusing is a gift like not everybody can do that but boy oh boy do we get into it with uh we really get into it here I might have to reset the capture card it's not registering hang on oh there it goes there it goes That's why these discussions are so mind-numbing, says Eugene. Yeah, it doesn't feel like we're engaging in, like, factual dialogue. It's just we're dealing in fandom. We're totally dealing in fandom. That would also mean Spider-Man isn't first party for PlayStation because they don't own the Spider-Man character. What? Yes, they do. What do you... What? Sony does own Spider-Man. That's why they had all that trouble with Spider-Man in the MCU and stuff. What are you saying? They 100% do own Spidey. There was a big there was a big uh, hullabaloo about that, about like would Spidey be able to continue to be in the MCU? Cuz they cuz Disney doesn't own Spidey. Sony doesn't own Spider-Man. They own the film rights. They don't own, nope, only the movie. Who owns the game rights to Spider-Man then? Who? Is Marvel and Disney, did they own the Spider-Man game rights and it's licensed out to Insomniac and Sony? Eugene has found me the develop the first party developer. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> First-party developers. In the video game industry, a first-party developer is part of a company which manufactures a video game console and develops exclusively for it. First-party developers may use the name of the company itself, such as Nintendo, or have a specific division name like Sony's Polyphony Digital, or have an independent studio before being acquired by the console manufacturer, such as Rare or Naughty Dog. Whether by purchasing an independent studio or by founding a new team, the acquisition of a first-party developer involves a huge financial investment on the part of the console manufacturer, which is wasted if the developer fails to produce a hit game. So... It literally says in 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 the opening definition here on the wiki that a first party developer is part of a company which manufactures a video game console and develops exclusively for it. Like So that saying that it's a first party title is not correct or clear. A first party title existing on two consoles makes literally no sense. So MLB is first party? No, it's not, because Sony doesn't own the property, so it can't be a first party title. That's why it's on two platforms. I didn't hear exclusivity anywhere in there. Okay, I'll say it slower, because you missed the really important word called exclusively. In the video game industry, a first party developer is part of a company which manufactures a video game console and develops exclusively for it. It being the antecedent of video game console. They're developing exclusively for it. 
it doesn't make any sense to say first party title when referring to a game that's on Sony and the place in the Xbox ecosystem it makes no sense historically speaking it makes no sense you want to start adding asterisks and be like well it's a first party title asterisk because Microsoft bought them after it was developed and so it's on both platforms but it's actually a Microsoft first party title It doesn't, it, it doesn't make any sense. You're just urinating on stuff. You're just claiming property, which factually right, it's Microsoft's, but it doesn't mean anything. Console exclusivity is the only thing that even really matters. If Xbox owns, but it's exclusive for PlayStation, the PlayStation consumers win, vice versa. That's what I mean. It, 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 it's, oh my gosh, we're, we're late to the next stream. It's so weird. This is such a weird conversation. I, I got to take a quick restroom break, and then we're going to switch gears and play some Elden Ring. I, I, make sure you're here for this afternoon's. If you like spicy debates and convos like this, it's sure to get spicy this afternoon. We're going to be discussing the Lord of the Rings show, Rings of Power on Amazon, why I think it's going to fail. We only need 40 more likes. 40 more likes on this video to hit 400 likes support the sponsors support the coffee become a paying member it helps me do these streams and shows every single day at the very least make sure and hit subscribe and the like button i'll be right back i'm gonna run some ads don't go anywhere
Okay, I'm back. Did you guys did you guys kill each other yet? <laughs> Chad, Chad's wild today, dude. Chad is wild. You Microsoft guys are wild. Like I've never liked a platform so much. Like I like them. I like Microsoft. I really do. I like a lot of their stuff. I love Phil Spencer. I've never liked a platform and a company so much and like and disagreed with its fans <laughs> almost as almost at an equal turn. It's practically freaking equal. The Valorant scene, there's a great topic to cover. We need 20 more likes to go. Let's do it. Okay. Go over here. Okay. Yeah, did you guys see that girl that threatened Purple Headquarters? Uh, like she's gonna go there and like shoot the place up or whatever. She got unbanned. She got unbanned. That's phenomenal. Such a fair, such a fair way to treat your platform. You can literally commit a crime and get your channel back over there. But man, you write a couple twit longers and you you can nuke a person's whole livelihood. <laughs> such a patriarchy out there, man. There's such a there's such a clear and measurable patriarchy. <laughs> Women can write twit longers and get, get get dudes' entire livelihood ruined. They can also threaten actual physical violence and murder and get their channels back. What a patriarchy they they live under over there on purple. What a patriarchy. All right, let me get a link. Must be really hard to stream over there with it being that unfair and slanted. You know? Must be tough. Must be so hard, dude. Stream in such an unfair environment. Sounds like a lovely place. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you guys a link of where we're headed. We started really strong today with this, man. I don't know what happened. YouTube YouTube got angry at us for some reason. We shot out of a dadgum cannon, and then it just we couldn't carry the ball. Couldn't carry the ball. It's not y'all's fault. Y'all came out. Y'all showed up. Today was really fun, but YouTube YouTube smacked us on the wrist for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I was yelling too much. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. Continue our Elden Ring game play with dual katanas. We're loving this new build. It's a little frustrating melee build struggle with a lot of the AOE in the game, but last play session, I feel like we got a lot accomplished. Today, we're going to continue pressing on. I'm I'm hearing that I missed a boss. We need to go back down to some area and find some boss. 
and take him out. We're going to do a redirect now as well and bring over everybody from the stream uh, this morning. And we have